Hey, asshole army, what's up? It's your General Andrew Schultz speaking to you from Europe. I got Alex with me right here. You know, thank you guys so much for coming out to the shows. Tonight, we got a show in Copenhagen. That's the 18th, Copenhagen. And then we have the 19th in Stockholm. So there's still time for you to get tickets for those shows. Um, then we're coming right back to the States. I'm going to be in Boston, September 22nd. Then I'm going out to the West Coast, Portland, the 26th. Sacramento, the 27th through 29th. Then San Jose, the 30th. You want tickets for those shows, and I hope you do. Go to theandrewshows.com right now. Get those tickets before they're gone. Thank you all so much for supporting me. I hope you're enjoying the show. I know for a fact Akash and Kaz are holding it down. I'm deadbeat Kaz this week. Deadbeat Schultzy in the building. Enjoy the rest of the show. I love you motherfuckers. Can't wait to come back and chop it up with y'all. Peace. Keep it tight. Uh, welcome to Flagrant 2 No Easy Buckets Analysis by Asshole Water cooler, cooler commentary For your sports needs I am Akash Singh Obviously Andrew's not here Otherwise I never would have done that uh, If you're watching um, We're taping it on my iPhone So the tape is going to be horrible Everything is crooked You know how I do uh, Andrew is in Europe Selling out theaters everywhere Kaz is still not with us So I am joined With two incredibly funny comedians Good friends The History Hyenas uh, Giannis Pappas And Chris Stefano. Thank yes. you guys for coming Thanks, Thanks for coming for having us. Yo, you got you know what I just noticed? Yeah. You have beautiful eyes. I, I was just do. gonna fucking Yo, say how wild is He's that? a handsome kid. You got I beautiful do. eyes. I, yeah. I do. And I was looking at your Instagram the other day, you got a girl are you a girl now. Yeah, I got you a got girl. You got a fucking piece. Good for you, dude. She's fine. She's beautiful, fine. dude. Yeah. yeah. Yo, honestly, man, the desert community guys are sexy people. Yeah, we got some. <laughs> no, you're good looking people. We got some good looking people. We do. And you and you and nobody's the truth of the matter is if you guys, if you and your girl, when you have children, if you have a daughter, you're not going to mind her dating white guys. Oh, I'm That's going to be okay. I'm going to. No, I'm gonna. I feel like the Desis at least are like, you know, we'll bring in the whites. They will. They will. Yeah. I will. They will. Right. Yeah. They right. will. Yeah. My girl's dated interracially. I have never. This, yeah. is, this is my first girlfriend, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I know. But, well, uh, yeah, you're, you're open what about is, that. What is she? Because I, I was looking at the topics. She's he, beautiful. He did the research. Just He just went to your Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, let me see. He just looked at He wanted to see what your girl looked like. No, I get that. Is I she white? Is she's white? No, she's, no. she's light skinned. Oh. She's beautiful. Which is a big deal for brown people. Yeah. Minorities in general. We want you to look. We hate white people, but we want our, our right. people to look as not. But you right. gotta admit, you gotta admit, white people do make things nice. <laughs> you gotta admit that. You can hate us, but we do fucking. We, we get. You know what I mean? And I was about we to got say, anthropology stores. We set up. We know things yeah. smell I'm good. We got you. a nice, clean fucking street. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. I used to love making fun of white people, but now I feel like it's so hacky yeah. that well, I find myself defending white people. The thing a lot. is, I get. I get. It's easy to hate white people. I do. I do really get it. It's e I get it. But it's I too mean, easy. It's yeah. Heck. But you know, if you just look around, I mean, the neighborhoods that the whites live in. I mean, they're pretty fucking nice. I mean, listen, you got to admit, we got nice neighborhoods. This one, nobody can deny. If you went to Brooklyn before white people, and then at, and I hate the white people that gentrify, but after white people, I yeah, feel just you know what it is? they safer. clean it up. We call them honkadonks. Honkadonks. <laughs> we call those whites honkadonks. Wait, because you grew up in Bushwick, right? But Giannis and before, I are not. Giannis and I though are not really respectable. 
whites. Like, I feel like I could hate on the white community and I can say racial things to any group because I'm not really white. You're you know? not, you I'm got, a Brooklyn kid. Tra- he's a piece of, he's a piece trash. Of, we're fucking yeah. borough trash. Yeah. So you know in our hearts we love all races religious because we're all fucking, fu- we all come from garbage. Yeah. No, you know, I, but these upper echelon honkadonks, no, I don't, those are yeah. the ones that they clean it up. They no. smell different. They smell they like smell anthropology different. stores. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. They smell, like they would get, you know, Giannis always makes a joke, like wasps, like these yeah, upper yeah, yeah. Yeah. They get nauseous when they hear guys like us. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I sound like a fucking garbage yeah, man. Yeah, you're act, you could never, he could never be a leading man in a movie. Like he's a handsome kid. He's got leading man looks. Right. Yeah. But he could never because the. Um, but he the, also has a giant fucking tattoo on his forearm. That's he a dumb, threw leading dumb man decision. Right out the window. Yeah. He's got Catholic tattoos all over his fucking body. Like, One bad breakup and my man will look like a fucking convict six months yeah. later. Yeah. Well, I almost got a tattoo on my neck. Yeah. <laughs> you got the type of tattoos that looks like you did time. Yeah. Like that's what, what you said, like, convict. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Just fucking. And also, but the accent is just such a Queens trash accent. Yeah. This is this is the thing that's interesting about Chris. I first met you, right? And you were like you were mad self deprecating and like overly nice. And I was like, that's I know that's not the real him. Right. He grew up in fucking Bushwick in the nineties. Well, I am a nice kid though. You uh, you told nice, me but that. I knew. And you grew up in Ridgewood. Ridgewood borderline Bushwick. Ridgewood Bushwick. Every yeah. once in a while, I'd see a little anger come out of you, and then I would realize how big you were. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is this this is Chris right Look, here. The truth is, I love everybody. I really do. No, I don't think. And and I and I really. But the truth is, when the Giants lose and it's above ninety degrees, Chinese people are not safe. <laughs> That's just what it is. They're not safe. That's just what it is. They're not safe. And I hit you know. If the, if the Giants lose one more, they're just not safe. He's gonna have to sacrifice some, a Chinese person on the street. It is what it is. You know? <laughs> yeah. Somebody from the fucking Bushwick restaurant where you grew up. Yeah, the no, lady I'm just selling you wings. But, but yeah, no, I definitely. Uh, I think it's Catholicism, man. Catholicism really fucked me up because my mom is very Catholic. Yes, and I was incredibly. like Italian, Irish, Catholic family. But only since I had my kid and like started to realize, watch, you know, learn a little bit more, hang out with Giannis more, more intellectuals, you know, right. not just fucking garbage men and firemen yeah, and cops yeah. who are just like, you know, you go to church on Sunday, you know, you can't have premarital sex. Now, I feel like it's a little bit now. I don't. I'm not going to denou- denounce my. Catholic faith, but right. I realize a little bit that you just know you're not going to heaven. Yeah, it's done a lot more harm for me than good. But you how has I mean? it changed you since? Just to realize that, like you know, I don't need to feel guilt and anxiety because I had premarital sex or I didn't go to church on Sunday or I cursed or I, you know, where so like, now you're a little more comfortable, right? You're not suppressing stuff as much. No, I'm not suppressing stuff, and I just and it's just about because now I think you know how my daughter's three, so now it's like I just think about like the kind of person I want her to see and like evolve from. You know, you know your parents like help mold right, you, and right, I'm right, like right. I don't want her to be this Catholic you know person who whips herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like my mother ingrained in me because she just didn't know any better. I feel like I know, and my mom could do what she wants, but like I'm not that. I'm a different person, and I want my daughter to be understanding. Actually, I want my daughter to learn about all religions and I want her to choose. If she comes home one day, it's like, Dad, guess what? I'm going full muzz. I'd be like, go full muzz. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. If you want to you know go full muzz. not cool with that? Her Puerto Rican ass mom is not going to be cool with that. Well, the Puerto Rican ass mom, you know what? I don't know if she may be, I don't know, to be honest with you, my her Puerto Rican, my Puerto Rican ass baby mama, she <laughs> actually, I think would, I think what I will say, she's very, we're both pretty supportive of whatever choices the kids make. So, I think she would be supportive of 
love if she wanted to pick any religion. Really? I do, yeah, yeah. She would not be supportive of me. Her parents wouldn't be cool with it. No, no grandparents would be cool with yeah. anybody being Muslim in your household. Nobody uh, really no. picks a religion, though. What do you mean? Yeah, it's just like ingrained it's not, in nobody, you. Yeah, if you grow up with no religion, nobody just picks it unless you're an alcoholic. Or, right. You know, but like, yeah. religion is something that is abusively ingrained in you from the right. time you're two. Right. Otherwise, you just don't have a real religion. Yeah, you were a Quaker. This kid went to a Quaker school. Well, I was Greek Orthodox, but then I went to a Quaker school, yeah. But yeah. Like the Greek pilgrims? Yeah, not the but like the oatmeal. Yeah, yeah, like, like the, yeah. yeah. Real talk. The, it, yeah. So it's mad Amishes or what? Because Amish is like, a pilgrim to me. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Quakers it. are Quakers are actually cool. They're you like went to a fucking Quaker school in Brooklyn New York Friends. City, Brooklyn yeah. Friends. Yeah, For make a no years. mistake, Giannis, much like Andrew, is a fucking cock. <laughs> 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 they are both daffy cocks, and yeah. they both went to fucking privileged yeah. schools, no matter what they say. Yeah, no, it's true. They're fucking. They no, I'm just surprised there's Quakers in New York. Brooklyn got all these little weird like yeah, yeah. sections that aren't yeah. what you think of Brooklyn. Yeah, y'all got Quakers. They weren't real. Quakers. Yeah. It was just a Quaker school. So what Quakers do is they have silent meetings. They have Quaker meeting. You just sit in silence for forty five minutes a Quaker wedding I think is beautiful it's just everyone all the friends and family gather and then the groom and the bride to be just stare at each other for like 45 minutes and nobody speaks unless they feel like God moved them to speak and then after about 40 minutes they're married it's kind of beautiful that is dope that yeah. is kind of it's like meditation that's yeah. what it is that's incredibly boring don't it call is. me over to your house to not nah, talk if but at a Hindu wedding don't they dance around a ring of fire Hindu weddings you walk around the fire shit. you do yeah. and then the reception is the most lit shit ever yeah is, I've went to one Hindu wedding it was you ever seen them like Beckham yeah, I did see that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where they show, like, is it kind of like that? It's not far off. Yeah. Bender like Beckham is not that far off from me. It is fucking, beautiful, it's a party though. for days. Yeah, yeah, I think after watching that and then watching a little other, I think Hindus do the best. I go out on a limb and oh, say so Hindus do the no best mistake, They invite about 900 people. Yeah. yeah. That's and, a theater show. And a few elephants. Yeah. There's a few elephants yeah. at the fucking at the wedding. Thing, yeah. And I mean, yeah. how wild is that they get elephants? I was the. I remember the wedding I went to. I did have an elephant. I went with this girl, Shama. Um, who was a co-worker of mine and you know it was great but I was the only white person there nobody else you know, right. and I was and then they, and I had never been to a Hindu wedding and then they busted out that ring of fire and I thought I was going to be sacrificed <laughs> <laughs> and I was like what? this is what is this and then she explained to me what it was and it's beautiful it is yeah. and then yeah they fucking went nuts yeah the the outfits are beautiful it's yeah. colorful any Indian wedding or like South Asian wedding it's like it's a show it's to be honest it's obnoxious how much money we spend yeah. but it's so fucking fun and Indians are doing very well in this country we're doing you you guys are Wait, really well. number one. Actually, you're actually crushing it. Crushing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only three million of us, but we're, we make up like ten percent of the GDP or something crazy. I mean, like yeah. that. Uh, no, nobody's gonna get ever complain if their kid is hanging out with the Indian or the Asian kid because yeah, they, they will good. probably be the smartest and most well, hardworking kids. This does it. If you're if you're Muslim, I get oppression. Even six like uh, people with a turban, I get oppression. But when Hindus say like. Oh, white privilege, blah blah blah. I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. Yeah. We've had such an easy time relative right. to every minority. Well, and also in get, America, and it's, you deserve credit. Hindus work hard. I mean, South Asians work hard. South Asians yeah. work well, hard. I think, I think any kind of you know overtly all religious you know idolization, like even Catholic priests, people with yarmulkes, turbans, Muslim. Yeah, it's like it's just too much for people now. People are like that's it's it's too much. Yeah, you know, you can be about your religion, but when you see anybody come out fucking really wearing their religion everyone's just like all right stop it you mean like like the catholic yeah <laughs> yeah have you seen this guy's back the bible's on it yeah <laughs> i'm oh yeah i got gonna, a big cross on your back. i was gonna say like guys like yeah. me you don't want to see that you're it, tatted it makes up people feel like, like robert de niro in cape fear that's what you yeah. look like yeah 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 you don't yeah, make no like, mistake i'm gonna hang myself in a prison cell one yeah. day <laughs> yo hindus 
also have a cool religion. You got like the the many arms. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. And uh, what's that? What's many different forms of one god. A lot of a lot of gods have. There's Ganesh who has the elephant head. Yeah. Uh, Lakshmi has, I think. No, Lakshmi has two arms, but she's on a lotus flower. Like, there's yeah. always multiple arms, multiple whatever. It's, it's it's different forms of one god. And is Kama Sutra? Okay, in Hinduism, or is that a separate thing? I don't know. We don't ever really talk about it. Hindus, Indians in general, don't talk about sex much. That's why I don't really but talk about it. The Kama Sutra much. is a South it's Asian a, it's invention. It's a Hindu thing, specifically yeah. Hindu thing. It's a specifically Hindu thing. So it's and not it's like, frowned upon, but we just don't really talk about it. Yo, but don't you think there's a real disconnect that, like, the world should be learning Kama Sutra because it's like being a black belt in, in fucking. It's like being a black, it's like martial arts of fucking. <laughs> And like, they, you got, your people figured out how to like, you just put it in and vibrate and they, they come like constantly, constantly, constantly. And we're here pumping like this. We're it? doing it wrong. I haven't read it. I've I'm read too. a little bit about it. It's all spiritual and positions and you guys figured out the yoni, you call it a yoni and a, you, dude, Bro, you're not even, even it's it. your own people. And That's you, probably you need my, to learn. my dig game is actually trash too, so I need it. It's, it's I, a wealth have, of knowledge. I disagree. I think you fucking, are you circumcised? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're good. Bottom you'll be five fine. dig game. I'm I'm willing to bet on planet Earth. Kama no. Sutra be, should, <laughs> it should be studied. Kama Sutra should be studied and the knowledge should be given to people. Well, are you banging out yet? You're banging out now. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. All right, so yeah. you're banging out, so yeah. you're all right. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it well. <laughs> Is there sins, though? Is that a sin to fuck in Hindu? No, 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 no. Actually, my dad's premarital sex talk was dope. It was basically um, in, I don't even know if this is true, but he said in the Gita, I think it was just a, one of the Hindu kind of religious texts, um, he said, they said the closest you can get to heaven on earth is sex, but it's only that if it's with somebody you really care about. Yeah. So right. he's like, I'm not saying you got to wait till whatever, but if right. it's not somebody you don't care about, it doesn't mean it's, it's not going to be the same. It's true right. though. Which yeah. I thought was good. It wasn't it's like true. overly whatever. Yeah. And I had already kind of made up my dope. mind that I was yeah. going to wait for a while, but. Yeah, I think when you're like, you know, we're both from New York, you're from Dallas, right? Yeah. So race. we're both from New York and we have this theory, Giannis theory, it's like, we're so on top of each other in this city that like, there's really no room for us to be like, hate anybody because we, we just like I just accept everyone and I don't feel like you see major violent crimes here like crazy violent crimes because we're just preoccupied but like if you're just in Dallas or like somewhere like you know in some like state like Texas where it's like yeah I can see how someone's just like one day is just so fucking bored that like I'm just gonna shoot heroin and just <laughs> fucking bring a shotgun out and start killing people but here we're not bored well there's violent you mean like spree kills you don't see yeah because I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of violence but it's here. intended violence here. Son of Sam was I, 40 years ago yeah. yeah and that was what six people and it's a rare yeah. thing but I feel like there is a lot of crime that happens here but it's most of the time it's intended it's like not random some of it's random right. but a lot of shit is you know gang activity or beefs and it gets out of hand or you a get lot robbed of that crime, or you get robbed but yeah. it's like you know but a it's lot not of a spree is, but a lot of it is anger crime just from being so on top of each other that's yeah. why you said above 90 I didn't know that was a thing until I lived in New York like do the right thing made no sense to me why is everybody so angry because yeah. it's hot then when you live here yeah. and there's no fucking air conditioning anywhere and then you're in the subway and it's like 120 degrees and you're walking everywhere, you see like, oh, I'm, I'll kill somebody. Right. But that's a, a New York thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think with the New York mentality though is like we can pick out, you know, funny things about, you know, different people's like races, religions and all that. And it's okay for us to all like make fun of it because the truth is 
if anybody ever need like my dad I make fun of my dad a lot right, on stage right. and I'm like oh he says this about this group or that about that group but the truth is when Hurricane Sandy happened and people Staten Island was devastated and my dad's house wasn't he let people in it was like fucking Noah's Ark for people <laughs> in my dad's house right. he just had different groups of people coming in and out because it's just there's really it's like hard to be racist here and hate on something because we're exposed to it yeah, you know it's, it's just we're exposed to it all. Manhattan a lot if you're in Brooklyn or Queens you can isolate Jackson Heights of Mad Indian you know, Bensonhurst is mad yeah, Russian. I guess. I guess. We're lucky then that I was raised in a place where it was very culturally diverse. Well, just in comparison to the other cities. Oh, for sure. I yeah, think just sure, the way the infrastructure is set up, yeah. it's set up for people to interact with public. The public transportation is so good here. Yeah. That, yeah. Like people do see each other on the train often. And, and believe me, that's more than most cities. You go yeah. to other, I was in, I lived in D.C. for four years. It's just completely segregated. Most yeah. other cities are completely segregated. Yeah, like, like even though I, you know, I love it. But like if you told me like, oh, so-and-so's from Boston, he's racist, I would believe you. Because yeah. it's like, there's just, they don't mix yeah. as much. You right. know, New York, it's like, what yeah. do you want? You know, yeah. we're all, we're yeah. all on top we of each other. We don't have time. You yeah, can't afford I don't a car. Fucking t- I, that's a good, that's a, I don't have time to be fucking racist. No, because it's like, up. if I want to hate a group, it's like, I'm going to see them constantly and just wind up killing myself because I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Except for whatever Chinese guy's got to come in. If yeah, it doesn't if the Giants lose and it's over 90. So that's actually a perfect segue because you guys, y'all like for real football fans. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Giants. I'm, I'm a Giants fan. Yeah. Schultz and Kaz are for real Knicks fans. Right. Yeah. Knicks are their fucking team, and then right. there's a disconnect. I notice a lot of New Yorkers where it's one sport, and then the other sports are kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. But maybe I just don't know the right New Yorkers. So y'all are like, do y'all have a sport in particular, or is it just this team and this team and that's it? Yankees. I'm in baseball. Baseball. Yankees. Yeah. I watch like I I I watch and consume the Yankees. Not as much, to be honest with you, as I. Because baseball's incredibly boring. Well, well, no, just sports in general are on at night, and we're like working a lot at night. Or like now, yeah. I'm a kid, I'm just like dead tired, and like there's times where like you know I try to check shit on apps, and I'm just like, so I don't actually. This is the first time in my life where I, I still know what's going on in sports, but I can't regurgitate every stat like right. I used to. Yeah, it's something weird. I don't know if like because I'm getting older, You're busy, I'm, busy, it's just busy. yeah, maybe busy. But I'm also like, there's been plenty of times where like I found myself like getting into like 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 the other day I was watching Ozark because I love that show so right. much. And I forgot that the Yankees were playing. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like mad at myself. I was right. like, oh shit. Yeah. The Yankees are playing and I'm watching Ozark. Yeah, that's you know, so it's just weird stuff that's been happening lately. A baseball season. Baseball has to do something. That you know what I think they should do? Because the season's too long. We've had man. suggestions on the show. We said they gotta fight more. That's a mm-hmm. good one. Like, they gotta like, have all steroid league. Yeah. I think all if you steroid do steroids, then you just yeah. that'd be dope. The pitcher, when they're making a pitching change, the pitcher has to sprint from the bullpen, get the ball, and pitch immediately in three seconds. It have to actually make it like a sport. And the batters can't walk from the dugout to home plate like everything needs to be running like all this you have to be moving like every other sport yeah. Yeah. you can't there's no time but then what the MLB will argue is that baseball is a sport but it was originally a pastime so that's what they say that's 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 always the commissioner's comeback oh it's a pastime what there should mean, be pastime like, like, like you it was pastime inve- right exactly yeah. it was well, invented I play chess like, the fuck out of my face yeah, yeah, yeah. no I agree with you I'm there should be side, like the major league should be a professional sports league where you just can't be 300 pounds yeah. and play it. And you, you, you know, know what I mean? A, you can't be you can't it can't be a sport where you can just be overweight yeah. and and be able to play. And I think another thing would be fucking great is you have to put up you would have to put up boards around the whole stadium but like whatever that's um, you could do that in one day one one player your best player maybe once or twice a game you give them an aluminum bat. 
and you let them fucking you see they let can get an aluminum bat and yeah. they hit foot on that and potentially kill the pitcher. Yeah, and it's like this is what you want to sign up for. You want to be a pitcher, well, and maybe you could give the pitcher a helmet. I don't mind well, that. How at about all. it? How about but if you have to give him an aluminum bat? So you how can about crank it out further with an aluminum? Yeah, bat? you could fucking hit a bomb. Yeah, you can, and oh, it'd be okay. so ex- the the stadium would stop. Oh, I'm, I'm the, into it, and it would be a live look. It's like. Aaron Judge has the aluminum bat. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll get yeah. into that. What if the pitcher was allowed to hit the batter, was allowed one pitch that he could hit the batter? I think that'd be dope, too. And yeah. the bat- batter couldn't... You, you also, don't know which foul one balls. It is. You yeah. get two foul balls and you're out. Like yeah. softball. It's like you can't you can't foul off 12 pitches. Yeah. It's just... Baseball, when it was invented, like I said, it was a pastime, late 1800s, whatever. It's like now, like with our phones, we're ADHD society. I can't sit there for three hours. I can't no. do it. No. I can't. I couldn't sit there before phones. Right. Now I got my phone. There's, I This is how I know baseball is not a sport. When the Rangers are doing well, I was keeping up. I was like, all right, this might not ever happen again. Let me keep up. So many times I didn't watch the game. I would watch, just watch the ESPN GameCast. Sure. Which is just yeah. one strike, two strikes, and it's like a video game. You yeah, see yeah. a pitch going across on a computer graphic. I was just as excited watching that as I was watching the game. Right. And that's how I knew this wasn't a sport. I don't yeah. need... If I can have just as much fun watching a fucking yeah. game cast, right. I'm good. Yeah, they, they I agree with something. you. Yeah, and the season's just long. I think it'd be better if they, <coughs> instead of they 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 did standings cumulatively, like first place, second place, based on the record. I think it might be better if they if the series meant more. You know what okay. I mean? So it's like yeah, if yeah. you sweep a series, you get an extra point. Yeah. If you get swept, you lose a point. I like that. So, yeah. So it's like every series, there's more stakes yeah. in that particular and series. series matters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Winning a series means nothing. Except and 162 games, everybody agrees, is too long, but yeah. it's just I think, they make so much money. I think 82 is too long for basketball. You get shorten yes, basketball is, to 56 man. and baseball to 80. But it's all money. That's, that will never it's change because it's just yeah. too much money. So that, that we can't argue about that because it won't change because it's just the finances. Well, but we un- can change the rules. Unions can change. I mean, it's like it is too much. And the, and the NFL playing on Thursday, I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You play on Sunday and then sometimes they require if you're playing the Thursday night game and they do it only for money. Right. It's like guys can't, you can't recover from a yeah. football game in three days. You just can't. Yeah. I mean, when you have a guy who's 300 pounds hitting you like a truck. You can't just walk that off. There should be two bye weeks every year for each team, and then one should be before your Thursday night game. Yeah. See, the I think most people would agree, or at least for me, the most exciting sporting event is NCAA March Madness because it's just one game. After Anything can happen. You're playing the game the right way. The stakes are 100. So... I don't know. I don't know how you mimic that in a regular season of any sport. You probably just can't. But that that keeps the country interested. You know, like the World Cup in soccer. That's the only time we're interested in because these right. stakes are so high. Right. So I feel like we're in sports now because it's entertainment and it takes so much more to entertain us now. Right. You have to raise the stakes somehow. Adapt. I don't know how they're going to do that, but they need to figure it out, or else I think we're living in a time where we could watch football and baseball potentially like begin to die, like boxing. Because what my father explained to me was like, I don't understand how big of a sport boxing was when I've he was a kid. Too. Yeah. He was like, it was you don't it was bigger than football. Yeah. Like it was everybody knew every boxer. Now nobody knows anything about boxing unless you're an extreme boxing fan. Right. I didn't even know the Triple G Canelo fight was on Saturday till Friday, and I was like, oh wow. Same. Canelo Same. Triple G's fighting tomorrow? Yeah. Same. Like, yeah. I didn't like, have any interest in it after Canelo's positive drug test, so I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> y'all watch it at all? I watched it I on just, Facebook Live. Yeah, I watched it. Y'all know boxing? I would love to hear what y'all's yeah. thoughts were. Because I hear Canelo got, uh, or Triple G got robbed, but I thought Canelo 
Won the first fight, and I don't know anything about boxing, really. I but don't know anything enough about it. I don't even know how they score Schultz points. Yeah. I'm like, I, somebody got knocked out, and that's it. I just don't know. They both both fights to me look like they were dead even. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. That's what it is with boxing, and that's why it's kind of dying. And that's why MMA. It's subjective. You just yeah. so you you know. It's like I remember watching. I remember. Do you, you guys remember the Roy Jones? Were you guys alive for the Roy Jones? Yeah. A Seoul Olympics. Yeah. Where it was yeah, like, got robbed, yeah. I mean, robbed wasn't the word. You're like, like what? What? Like, you know? Yeah. And he, like, they gave it to the Korean guy, and you're like, all right, you got to take the headgear off, and this this sport has to go till someone dies. You can't. <laughs> there's no judges. Like yeah. somebody's got to die. Yeah. Because that's just not fair. Because you should allow. Roy Jones could have killed that man. So you're giving the other guy the victory. Uh, you know that that was it for our country too. We yeah. should have went to war over that. Yes. Yeah, there I should knew, be no South Korea. By the way, it should be America. <laughs> by the from way, from that fight. Let me tell you something. And I was going to cut him off, but I didn't. When Giannis leaned back in the chair and put his hand on his head I knew something racist something, was coming something. I knew it was coming I just know him too well I knew it was going to be something patriotic and he was either going to be a fucking jab at an Asian country or the Middle East well you guys were too young for that right you don't no, remember that no no no, no. You, but you know what I'm talking about I know of it I mean it's it was nuts I was a tiny little kid but I remember that you were fucking jerking just, off in stockings that's when I learned that like <laughs> that's when I learned that there's no there's no real justice in the world unless you let the guy, and if it's a fighting sport, somebody's got to be able. You got to allow to really hurt the guy. Like you used to watch boxing back in the day, Jack Johnson, Jack Dempsey, all that. They used to hurt each other. Right. Those were, used to be like twenty rounds. Right. They'd knock each other out constantly, and uh, you knew who won. Everyone knew who won. Now you, Pacquiao, Pacquiao and Mayweather are fighting again. It's like, is anyone going to watch that? I nobody care less because like Mayweather's out of money, so he's like, I'm going to fight this dude again. Nobody cares. And um, the first time they fought, it wasn't real. It wasn't a real fight because now guys are so skilled at knowing how to not get hurt that. You know, and and with Floyd Cano- in particular, huh? Floyd in particular, Floyd in so, particular, so good defensively. Oh yeah, um, yeah if, if, Look, if you're a big time boxing fan. Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather, I guess, is a is a cool fighter to watch because you're thinking about defense right. and points. But if you're, it's like the San, I I compare Mayweather to the San Antonio Spurs. Like, I love basketball, right. so I like I used to like watching yeah. the Spurs a lot. Agreed. All these things, but like you know, my mom would just be like, "Can LeBron just dunk on somebody?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be like yeah, yeah. you know, because she doesn't know where like you know. That's how I feel with Mayweather. It's like I don't. No, he's not interesting to me because I don't know the technicality of it, but I do want to watch, you know, Canelo because he can knock your fucking head off with right. one punch. Not right. Triple G, though, not with that chin. Well, no, no, but I didn't, I didn't watch that fight, but yeah. I, I do watch Canelo knockouts are fucking sweet. I think the Triple G's face is made out of, like, concrete. Well, he's a Russian he's monster. He's an X-Man, yeah. yeah. he can just... He's Wolverine. He can just take a hit. Like, yeah. his face is just made out of, pl- like, concrete. It's crazy. Yeah. I think they're evenly matched. I think it was just even, and they sh- they need to add rounds. They just somebody's got a tire, and they need to add rounds, or else there's no clear winner. I, both fights seem like draws to me. So that's yeah. what I was gonna say about the Canelo fight, though. The last, the I've seen every Floyd fight since. Who was it? Um, De La Hoya. And I remember thinking that was boring at the time. I go back and rewatch it now. I'm like, oh, this was a great fight. Right. And the best fight I seen Floyd have, in my opinion, was Canelo. Right. He fucking destroyed Canelo. Just he toyed really with did him. beat him up. He yeah. just toyed with him. Right. And that's when I, the, my main takeaway from this was Floyd in his prime would have handled Triple G. Yes. No problem. Floyd is the best boxer of all time. Pound for pound. I don't know if I know enough to say it, but I, yeah, Andrew's the same thing. No question. Right. Yeah, I no just don't question. know enough about it. What makes you say that? Because he took the least punishment, fought everybody. People say he didn't fight. He fought everybody. Right. He went up, he went down. I mean, he fought everybody for the most part. 
Um, he beat them convincingly, handedly, greats up and down the line. Made Marquez look like a joke. Yeah. He uh, De La Hoya. You know, De La Hoya is a bigger man. Um, De La Hoya, I think, has actually probably fought him the best. That was a, I, so. I remember. But when watching, you go back and you watch, you're right. It's like he's barely really even hitting him. He's just prolifically throwing his gloves. But I, nothing's I, clean. I felt the opposite. Yeah, I felt like the first time I saw it, that Floyd destroyed him, and the second time I was like, oh, this was closer than I thought. I thought rewatching it. De La Hoya had it like five rounds to three until the last three or four rounds, and I thought Floyd won all of them. Yeah, yeah. You watched it, but you watch. So you watched like the. I, I watched and, it when it happened live, and then, and then I you watched it, it years later. Yeah, it was just there. It had it on HBO Sports or whatever. You yeah, just rewatched it. You, so you thought De La Hoya was hitting him clean in those first? I didn't think it was necessarily clean, but yeah. I thought he was getting more clean shots off than Floyd. I thought Floyd. Yeah. Floyd was always to me the first three or four rounds of a Floyd fight. He's just figuring right. everything out. That's I don't what know he, much, th- but that's no, what that seems is true. Like. That's what he does. He kind of does. He did that even with. McGregor, it's like he just kind of lets a dude feel like, yeah, I got this guy, and then he just yeah. like, you're not even, not even close. No, like Floyd is just allowing you to do. He was just, he was, the, he's the best man. He's the best. I mean, all the other guys who were greats took punishment. Right. Mm-hmm. Floyd took no punishment in any fight, really. I think, I think, um, what's his name hit him hard once. The only time I've ever. Heard, uh, Mosley, right? Mosley clocked him a few times. Mosley, Sugar Mosley, Mosley almost hit him a got few him on the ground. Yeah, See, I've, I've seen none of these fights. Yeah, you huh? know, I was just gonna guess when you said I was just gonna be like Lennox Lewis. That <laughs> 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 was like I just don't know boxing. And to be honest with you, I was listening to you, but the back of your hair yeah. is fucking infuriating. <laughs> you need to get a haircut immediately. You're starting to get a rat tail. Because we're talking sports, and that you know. All of Ace of Bases songs and not about this is infuriating. You guys to got me. a big fan base, and I'm here to tell you unequivocally, I'm a fucking gay kid. <laughs> <laughs> I want to let the fans know that I'm out of the closet as of now. Yeah, he's yeah, got an Ace of Bases shirt out of the closet. Yeah, you can't get that fucking Queens trash accent yeah. out of the way. He trips yeah. on it sometimes. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. That's why you can never be a leading man because you sound like you're in a union constantly. What are you going to do, cuz? Yeah. <laughs> I've acted with Chris before. Chris yeah. can improv the fuck out of a he scene. He can, yeah. It's He's pretty what, crazy. What, which one do we it's do? A couple guy codes. Oh, guy code shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fellow guy code alone. Chris yeah. Stefano. He got on it when it was actually popping. I got on after. Yeah. yeah you got I got on, I got on, on Snapchat? season too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was on Snapchat. They really tried to squeeze it to the last They did, but bit. yo, yeah. honestly, man, they, I think they got what they could out of that show. That fucking oh, yeah. show went on for a while. Girl people really, still going people on. Really, girl code is still on? Still yeah. on Snapchat. Wow. Credit to fucking my man Ryan Link. You know what's funny? God fucking creates hits. I've seen tons of people recognize Chris and half of them have called him Andrew Schultz. Yeah. (laughs) Some of the the things that when I would see Andrew like say wild shit on social media, I'd be like, I'm going to get beat up one day because they think he's Andrew. They think I'm Andrew. I'm like, what the fuck that shit you said on Billion Answer? And I'm like, I'm not Andrew. People... Literally, I can, I would probably say at least. I don't 10 think you pictures. need to worry about Andrew. You started this podcast by saying you were going to punch Chinese people. Yeah, but the if thing, the weather didn't get under eight, yeah. But the thing is, but the thing is, people, you look at me and you you, you know you look because I just got a big Viking head. I got bitch stitch. You know that I'm just <laughs> joking. Where you look at Andrew and he looks like a fucking like an evil fucking prince. Yeah, he looks like he a does. fucking evil Jewish prince. Yeah. So you know when he says it, he fucking means it because you feel like he comes from some authority. Well, you know I'm a fucking peasant that comes from pig shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't take me seriously, but you would take Andrew seriously if he said something real racist. Andrew's I take got you one more of the- seriously because you're from the pig shit. Really? I think about your dad and I'm like, 
He means that shit. No, no, you see, that's where you're making your mistake. <laughs> yeah, no, see, that's see, what, no. he knows the ones who hide it. Those are the ones you got to worry about. Oh, yeah. He's letting it all I out. Agree with that, Andrew. Andrew is just a yeah. conniving. One day you guys yeah. are gonna come conniving. in. Yeah. One day, he can't yeah. come up for conniving. <laughs> one day, one day Andrew's gonna come and he's gonna say he's gonna go time to clean. Yeah, yes. <laughs> white people, people are gonna come out. with blow yeah. torches, yeah. and who's ever not his shade yeah. is gonna get torched. That's what's gonna happen. Those are the ones you gotta watch for. The ones that are yeah, he's holding it all in. He's holding it all in. In the middle. He wants to we exterminate think, people. We think a lot about medieval, like the medieval world. We try to picture ourselves and how we would be. And Giannis, I would be just rulers. Andrew would be a fucking tyrant. Yeah, he would. He would start to just kill women and children innocently. I believe women. Just, he, and would, he, would he would fucking kill a lot do of like women. that. And he that. would be fucking, he would be bisexual. <laughs> in the ancient world. 100%. <laughs> Andrew would be, I can believe yeah. that too. Yeah, he'd go yeah. by. No, I, I can't. This is why I actually like <laughs> born and raised New Yorkers and I believe them yeah. to not be racist because y'all are so much more open about it. Yeah. Andrew, when we first started hanging out, would make jokes about me being Indian. And I was like, all right, I trust this guy. Yeah. Same with y'all. The more you're willing to joke about it, we say yeah, that all the true. time here, the more I believe yeah. this guy doesn't hate Well, even yeah. joking about Andrew being racist, I only feel comfortable doing that because I know he's not racist because he's from right, New York. Right, right. Well, yeah. I wouldn't joke about somebody who is from somewhere else. I'd be like, this guy potentially really hates that group. Right, but yeah. Andrew, it's, it's fun to joke about them because like, it's obviously not true. Andrew's got one of those like ripped, skinny bodies. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like he, take a, he like takes Andrew's his shirt off. Kids, he's just in shape even, all the time. Like, <laughs> a- Andrew's one of those kids where he's I want to... a weird to say a weird turn. one of those kids, like, he starts talking, and you're like, I want to beat this, beat him up, but the truth is I would miss one punch, and then his bony fucking elbow <laughs> would knock my teeth out, and I would just... He would knock me unconscious. Yeah, he's That's just the kids. truth. I would never fuck with Andrew. He's one of those kids that we, if you hoop with, you're right. Like, if he he's drives, you hit, get an elbow. He's got bony elbows. Yeah. 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 You hoop. Y'all big sports fans. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. Can I give you 30, 45 seconds to just rant on Serena real quick? Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm literally losing friendships over this Serena yeah. thing. You watch tennis. You're a fan. I'm a huge fan of tennis. I came on here. And I love I said, Serena. Chris, you watch tennis? Yeah. Okay. T- yeah, I used to be a ball boy at the US Open. Really? Yes, sir. Get the fuck out of here. I actually know a lot about tennis, and I've seen a lot of wild shit at the US Open. What's the wildest shit you've seen? 2001. Oh, this is a good story. Yeah, after this 9-11. Is this I is when Sampras won. Sampras, so it was Sampras versus Agassi. Yeah. So I was the court attendant for, for, so what happened was there's a lot of, you know, it was fucking crazy devastation, you know, all the people weren't coming to work. It was like a shit show. So Arthur Ashe was, he's like the main, you know, stadium. Right. So it was Agassi versus Sampras and 9-11 had just happened and we, uh, I was, I was the on-court court attendant for that match, which like right. never happened. I was 17 years old, but the main guy couldn't make it in because of whatever bullshit. So, so um, it started to downpour rain, like okay. downpour that, like we had to like just retreat to the tunnels and Augustine Sampras were in, it was like a two hour rain delay and they were in the tunnels for so long that they just came out and started volleying the balls back and forth. And me and my boy, Patty Fly Balls, which you call, he's a fucking great guy. <laughs> Tell him why they call him Patty Fly Balls. Oh, because he's like a drunk fireman now and when he gets like really drunk, he backpedals like he's catching a fly ball. So that's what we, we start calling <laughs> Patty Fly Balls and then he falls back. So that's why we call him Patty Fly Balls. But anyway, it was me and 17 year old Patty Fly Balls and we were just sitting there like, you know, we had nothing to do. And Augustine Stamper started volleying and we were just kids, you know, right, right. sitting there. And then they just stopped because they're like, cool. They're like friends. And um, they were sitting, uh, Augustine was sitting on his bag and he just was like, you guys uh, lose anybody in 9-11? And, started, and we were like, started telling him stories 
but and then Sampras came over and was like just listening to me and Pat tell stories about because it was just a couple of weeks old like what we heard what right, this right, what right. happened this and it was like fucking nuts that's really it was crazy. crazy and then um, the next year when I was the P1 through 7 practice courts 1 through 7 are like where all the stars practice Federer the Williams sisters Serena Williams and Venus Williams' father was like a mean fucking guy, right? He was just all about yeah. tennis for his kids. And you were never allowed to change the ice when his daughters were playing, which is like a bullshit rule. It's like, we got to change the ice. It's August. The ice is melting. So I was just like, me and Patty Fly Balls. Patty, it was really Patty Fly Balls. He was like, fuck it. I'm just going to change the fucking ice. Fuck this guy. <laughs> so, so we changed the ice. And then he, we were coming around and the Williams sisters were volleying. And Mr. Williams fucking served and hit Pat in the leg like a hundred miles an hour. That Pat fell on the floor and had like a well. <laughs> Yo, he can serve. Yo, he was Richard legit. Williams can play legit. And ser- I swear to God, when I was six, I was seventeen. Serena was twenty-one. Yeah. She asked me what I was doing that night. Get the fuck yeah. out of God, my face. I was putting bananas and Powerade. Remember, Powerade was huge back yeah. then. That was a sponsor. Putting it in. And she was talking to me. She's like, I like your little New York accent. I was like, yeah, what's up, babe? How you doing? Unfortunately. You know, like, hey, I was just hey, like, hey, yeah. being like New York. And she was like, oh. She was like, she was like that New York accent. And she was like, it's cute or whatever. And then she was like, what are you, Italian? And I said, yeah. And then she was like, what are you doing later? And I was like, uh. Like, I just stalled. I was uh, like, oh, yeah. I have work. And my mom's making <laughs> mean cuisines. <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know she probably didn't want to hang out I mean she's playing in the US Open but I do remember but she, she likes white dudes she wasn't a big deal back then like she just was, I mean she hadn't won anything yet I mean they okay. were known they were right, they right. were American but like she was approachable is what right. I want to say when they first started they used to wear those the braids with the beads yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah I remember she's that. hot she's yeah. fucking hot yeah. in person yeah. Oh, yeah. she really no, is I remember watching a match like five six years ago I went to a quarterfinal and I saw her she looks great in person yeah like, I think she looks great on TV. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of hers. I, mean, I think I think uh, Venus is gorgeous. You like I Venus? Always Serena over Venus. Venus. Venus is yeah. like tall and like slender. When yeah. Serena's just like all like she's just Venus like, face look like an ant to me. Venus yeah. head shape is mad antish. She does, do does look like a little bit like an ant. A little antish, right? But Serena's she like, like a lemming. Serena's body is just fucking. Serena hot. looks like she could hold you down. And I just know yeah, I can handle. I want Serena to strap on a dildo and fuck me in the ass. <laughs> I want to happen. That's just what I want to happen. Yeah, Chris, you're fucking. You, reality is a suggestion for it's you. Suggestion. You just don't care. I just kind of live life by yeah. whatever rules. You are. Why day. not Chrissy D? Yeah, doesn't matter. Why not Chrissy D? We, we have a finite amount of time on this planet, so you might as well have fun while you're down here. So a fun thing for me was for her to just fucking strap on a dildo and lube it up my ass. <laughs> And I would fucking leave that room not feeling gay at all, and I'd go and have a banana sundae by myself. I thought you were gonna tell the Martina Hingis story. What was the oh, one for, for, for America? That that part? Yeah, Martina yeah. Hingis. Fuck. It. That so, was the best story. She seemed like a little bit of a bitch. She so was one time again. I, I well, think she quit. I think she quit. I think Serena forced her into retirement because she knew she just couldn't beat Serena. Serena. And that so was Martina it. Hingis. One time, right? She was talking shit about Americans. Right. To me, Patty Flyballs, our other boy Debo. And this other kid, Otis. These are like just, we're like four New York fucking kids, right? right? So she's talking shit about America and about how like the scrubs that the US Open hires versus like Wimbledon, it's like royalty and yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So we were filling up the All Sports and Patty Fly Balls dumped down an All Sport and pissed in an All Sport <laughs> and put it back in the drinks. <laughs> and say, take that for the red, and white, and blue. And say, take that for the red, white, and blue. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, um, Somebody See, else. That's the best story. Somebody else. Somebody else. I forgot what player was a guy. Somebody so wait, act- how many all sports did she have options to drink? 
she probably didn't drink it and <laughs> somebody probably took it out by them but it was funny that he did that but then I do know for a fact I forgot who it was some player was a dick to one of our other friends and he was on towel duty yeah. and he wiped his ass with like five <laughs> of the towels and folded them back up and like with the brown stains like oh underneath and God. just put them on and was like this because the, here's the truth he's right uh, uh, Martina Hingis, she was right. The U.S. Uh, uh, Wimbledon and Roland Garros and and the Australian Open, it's a it's an honor and it's a privilege for those people to work there. And they, t- the U.S. Open just goes to Queens and Brooklyn, the out of boroughs, and just picks. <laughs> they fire, just go to a boys and girls club. Firemen's, cops, and criminals, kids. We don't want to be there. They're paying us eight bucks. So if you do something stupid to us, I don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> so I'm gonna take the towel and wipe it on my balls and then put it back in your face because I just don't care because oh, I don't want to do this. We would all get fired anyway and then rehired. <laughs> just have, you know, and the U.S. Open is known like Michael Costa. You know, he's a former. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a professional tennis player. He says all the tennis players just talk about like they hate the U.S. Open. Yeah, it's the only major where like people talk in the stands, and you go to Wimbledon. In between Wimbledon, silent. It's silent. silent. Respectful. You go to U.S. Open, like you just hear people talking. Like, yeah, right we don't know anything points. about yeah. tennis. We're like, yeah, fuck shouting it. out, heckling. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. There's no respect for the game. I mean, there yeah. are for some people, but the the people they hire, like. None of us care. Yeah. It was interesting. So, I, it may be different now. So you tennis fan? You're a tennis, tennis fan? fan. Big now? tennis fan. I love so, tennis. I watch tennis, yeah. Very quickly, Serena, what were your thoughts? Oh boy, this is a hot button. Yeah, people. It's a hot button. Your but you Two, actually know tennis, yeah. so this is what I was hoping yeah. to get. 2018. This is how spoiled we are. Like, you know, this is like, this become a feminist issue. It's like, Serena should be making $204 million, not $202 million. Right, right, right. I mean, she's, she makes like $100 million. Right. She's the biggest star in tennis. Everyone loves Serena. I would say one of the biggest athletes in the world. She is yeah. the highest paid I would say it's altogether LeBron. highest paid female athlete. I put LeBron yeah. and Serena in the same group as just famous athletes on yeah, a planet. Yeah, you might be right. And yeah. let me just say this to the to the all right, this is I'm this, yeah. this is gonna, you guys are going to get hate. Yeah. Mail. You guys are going to get hate mail. This is going to get I already went at her last week. Huh? Here we go. I already went at her last Freddie week. Freddie okay. Cheese is okay. about to come on the mic right now. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't lean back though. He didn't yes, he did. Well, he did put his hat backwards okay. so you know something crazy is going to happen. I'm just like look, I love women it's just this war on like men from women this categorical like the problem is men I'm just kind of sick of it alright first off let tennis specifically it's the only sport where female athletes make a lot of money why is that? because women don't watch female sports if you want equality in sports I have a suggestion I know it sounds crazy, but start <laughs> fucking watching sports. These WNBA players are taking the fucking bus after the game. I took the fucking bus once with a WNBA player. You know, it's like which one? I don't remember because I don't watch the WNBA. <laughs> that's why they have yeah. to take the bus. Some girl, see, she was from UConn. But you that's what I know. Her name, and I'd have had to Google it, right? Yeah, after. exactly. And uh, if you ask any woman to name you one WNBA player, ninety ninety percent of them will not be able to do it, and that's why they get paid so little. And it's like. Actually, in tennis, the female tennis players make a lot of money. Furthermore, they're making that money because men are watching. Correct. So it's like, you're welcome, ladies. Correct. You're welcome, because it's not you watching. And even the WNBA wouldn't be a thing, but the NBA bought it 
the NBA just Keeps bought it, it. They keep it afloat. They take yeah. a loss I mean, you women know. need to start supporting these players. Supporting these players. I mean, women's sports a beautiful thing. You know, I yeah. like it, of course. But I'm a man. You know, it's, some it's of it. Is. Women's tennis women's is tennis actually is very great. exciting, yeah. and, it, and it's tolerable because it's only three sets. I mean, sometimes watching a men's match is like baseball. It's like I can't watch this for six yeah, hours. Yeah. But women, you know, that. it's gonna be over in two hours. Yeah. yeah. So well, I would say is the only woman I actually enjoy watching is Serena. Absolutely. Because she's fucking incredible. Yeah. She is incredible. She's a good tennis player. I and enjoy a lot of, watching a lot of them. Serena's the best. Serena is the GOAT. Yeah. Hands down, Serena, then Steffi Graf after that, then Martina Navratilova. Those are the three, but Serena is the the number one player Who's a woman? Sorry, I know it's, you know, you got to Or maybe you're supposed to say, because nah, John think, McEnroe got in fucking trouble for being like, he's the best woman tennis player. Yeah, and people are like, how can you say that? It's I, like, because it's the truth. I think Federer is competing against the second and third best player of all time right now, and he's still got 20, well, 20 grand slams. Yeah, well, but Federer, Djokovic, Djokovic is, Djokovic is about to go on a run. No, but he's Federer, about to go on a run. But he I might be coming like, for that next, yeah. but he's still six off. Yeah. Federer, Federer, Djokovic, and Nadal are like the three best players. Playing in potentially the same era. to ever play, so it's it'd be like if you know exactly. fucking Jordan, LeBron, and like Will Chamberlain yeah. all were playing together. Yeah, it's yeah. like wow. not, it's crazy. It's it insane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to start there because right. it's like we don't. This isn't this isn't a podcast. Our fan flagrant. Our fans are cool. You're oh, not they gonna get it. Okay, you're cool. gonna get some kind right, of. So say what you want. Just put yeah, your hands on your head and let it fly. Yeah. Let's let, let it go. go. Let, say what you're saying this to is, me in the car. This is a safe space for unsafe people. Yeah. Just start watching tennis. Stop complaining so much. All right. Now that's over. Now I'll get to the actual match, the actual moment, the yes. actual point. Look, she was facing somebody. Here's the deal. If you don't know. That chick, Osaka, is a bad woman. She's the next one. She's, she's the, next, the next one. Yeah. Yep. So Serena was feeling that. She was right. feeling the heat because they played. They, a lot of people don't know they already they played. played. Serena and Serena got, got smoked. Yeah. She got fucking smoked. And if you watch the match, you know anything about tennis, Serena's a power player more than she is a finesse player. Right. She overpowers you. You know, You know the, the, the Williams sisters, especially Serena, she'll miss a lot. I mean, they're so good. They really have to beat themselves in order to lose. Right. This chick Osaka can hit all, like it looks like as hard, and she was returning fire. And as you know, Serena's such a competitor. She's frustrated. She's yeah. flustered because she knows I'm 38. Here's the new. She's this 20 year old girl who's having her way with me. I got blown out the first set, six two. So she was frustrated. Yeah. Second set. Uh, uh, she got, she got, so, okay, so then before that, then the coach gets caught for coaching, which contrary to, con, uh, to popular belief by all these fucking editorialized, editorialized op-eds, it happens all the time. Right. Like it ha- that happens all the time. <clears throat> right. Where the coach gets a warning okay. for coaching. Yeah, it happens I all know this same the fucking ump, time. This same ump is known for being a stickler. Somebody told me this after. Yes. He called a point penalty on Rafa Nadal yeah. at the French Open, which he is, there is no person who has ever owned a tournament, male or female, like Rafa Nadal with the French. For he sure. He is the French Open. For sure. He got a point penalty for taking too long in between points. Yes, he did. He's going slowly, fuck you, point penalty. And uh, He don't Joke- care. This ump don't care. Djokovic got a point deducted... Uh, he got a time, I think, in the U.S. Open from that right. from that ump. Okay, it's Carlos Ramos. He's right. known to be a stickler. By the way, he doesn't have a record of being wrong. Right. He just has a record of like enforcing hard. Right. So it's like compared to some other umps, he's just strict. Yeah. It's not like it's not like controversial calls. Right. It's like he made the right call. Right. And the coach was coaching even beyond the coach admitting he was. You can see it when they show the video. He's right. going to Serena. Move in. Move right. in. And right. then of course Serena did move in. So you get the warning. Big deal. Like I said. 
Martina Navratilova, if you want to go uh, read it, one of the first of all, one of the biggest feminists of all yeah. time, one of the biggest activists of all time, said that she would have expected that she would have got the same calls and the same penalties uh, if she would have acted the same way Serena did. She admitted that. She said, yes, there's inequalities in tennis, but she felt like it was the wrong time to to make this a sexist right. a sexism issue, which I agree with. Right. That's what I agree with. Is what we're forgetting in this is the is Osaka. She's the one who fucking got disrespected here because her win got completely usurped because basically Serena's arguing the call, which is fine. She's emotional, arguing the call, but then she goes, if, if I was a man, this wouldn't happen. It's like, Serena, no, the track record says that's not true. Right. He, he banged all the top players. And if you want to talk about penalties in the U.S. Open alone this year, the men were penalized a lot more than the women. Right. And how can you call it a sexism issue? You know, oh, I'm sorry. Um, and then the, the, certain people were saying it was a race issue and it's like the, the other woman she's playing another black woman Yeah, you know what I'm saying people are like oh she's not black I'm like is she really her father looks like his name is Reginald you saw that dude he looks like a Reginald he's a Haitian black guy he's an unequivocal black guy That's, so Haitian you, is black He's a you black man. You can say West man. Indian, that, that perception is that's dude. a black dude. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like... Black people look down on Haitians. That's how black they are. They're fucking black. <laughs> He's a black man. And they're saying, oh, she identifies as Japanese. I'm like, this is so... too. I'm like, really, is Obama the? He's just another white president? Yeah. He was half black too. So right. it's like, you know, it just... Uh, it's not what happened. Okay. The, it was the ump was hard on her. She was frustrated because she had her hands full right there. And she just, right now, I think it's kind of a hot thing to have a cause. I mean, you know, Kaepernick is great cause and Nike supported that. We're probably going to see like a Serena feminist commercial. Next thing you know, I'm going to be like at an Eat Fresh Subway abortion <laughs> rally. You know, <laughs> remember Coke tried to do that fucking rally where they're handing, Kardashians handing out Pepsis oh, yeah, at the fucking, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're losing our mind. Yeah. The world is over. Make no mistake, we're done. We're done. Yeah. It's got to flip. It's going to flip at some point. I don't know, man. I mean, it's fucking, it's like this end of day shit like you the predictions and like you know it feels like it's unraveling it's weird it's from within you it's know like, yeah like everything is just tolerable now everything's just okay it's like do whatever you want and who was it what we talked about was it socrates said that right in the democracy yeah, once in the republic yeah yeah in the republic what did he, say? he just he said, said like, like once everything no one respects the old people like the old try yeah. to imitate the young and it's just there's no order or anything it and just kind of democracy can't. starts to crumble from yeah. within yeah and he said it was the, the flaw in it is but that in everybody's knowing, free in knowing tennis the first one's a warning right so she got the warning like I said a lot of people don't know that happens all the time a lot of coaches get away with it for sure but that coach got caught so you get the warning then she smashes the racket boom point deduction right. that's it she couldn't let it go after that she that's couldn't if you watch the video she couldn't let it go that's what I said she's saying apologize Apolog you will you never work in the, you never work you'll but never work a match but I'm the truth coaching is, ever again but the truth is what we're doing here talking about it and dissecting it guys from all different races is what most people will never do. They'll just read the article, say, this is what happened, I'm Team Serena, or I'm Team whatever, and then the sheep just go. Fam, they're not reading the article, they're reading the headline. They're reading the headline. Yeah. But then, but then, but they're then not as, even reading the article, but then right. As mo that's why I feel like privileged <clears throat> to 
do what we do and to be forced yep. myself in a way to really think about things because it's like I'm not I feel like I maybe I'm wrong sometimes but at least I'm not just a sheep I'm not just reading something like yeah 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 and retweeting and not like you if you think about things yeah. you can start to and sometimes things don't make sense to me like I'll be honest with you at first when Colin Kaepernick started kneeling I, I was just was like why is he kneeling on America but then when I listened to what he said and I dissected and thought about it I'm like I support Colin Kaepernick I see what he means well most it's people don't think but most people don't think about that. They're just like, nope, he's kneeling on America. I'm done. Over. Most people don't even don't know understand. the story why he's kneeling. Yeah, because he t- it, it, it yeah. was it was a it was actually a marine who, who he spoke this to. Is a respectful exactly. way to do it. I mean, exactly. it's like most people don't even know protest. that fucking story. Like, what's your problem? I mean, yeah. that's the age we live in, and that's why I thought it was so interesting because you got to actually watch the internet mob form with Serena, and yeah. since it was around something that was relatively innocuous, it, you know, that wasn't as loaded as you know race or politics or things like that. Yeah. I think it was good to analyze because you could yeah. see like that's the problem with with the, the zeitgeist now and the digital age and how we haven't really adapted to it is like this lynch mob can just form and the yeah. facts are just it does, they're out matter. the window in the way yeah, yeah. the facts matter. are in the way like, of your anger like when yeah. we read something about uh, uh, I mean nobody cares about Carlos Ramos the guy's getting death threats yeah I mean it's like do you guys just for being a hard uh, a hard judge that actually did nothing wrong yeah. right even like I, I knew it was like trouble when we, we read this article um, about uh, it was a few months ago an Australian comic was raped and murdered on her way home from an open mic in Australia right, right. and the whole article was about toxic masculinity and that's the problem with toxic, toxic masculinity it's like no 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 that's a rapist and a murderer. That's a psychopath yeah. who's a, on the fringe of society. Yeah. Do not say that that's toxic masculinity. That you are completely wrong. She was walking home in just some park at like two in the morning, and she was. And, and that doesn't make anything right. But it's like that's a rapist and a murderer. That's yeah. I don't know. I don't know that we know anyone who would rape and murder. These are a small percentage of the population. But the point is, is that the, this woman writes this article about toxic masculinity. Just like I just read an article yesterday about this woman saying how uh, uh, abortions and birth control are a creation of the patriarchy and that that needs to change. How come a man only has to wear a condom or rubber thing to protect his penis where a woman has to put poison in her body? It's like, because did the patriarchy make women the bearers of life? We didn't do that. So the truth is, and there's also diaphragms. Also, condoms suck. Yeah. Nobody likes a condom. Yeah, and that's, uh. that was her whole point. She was trying to say like, oh, it's always men that even if a woman says, "I'm," t- you can take off the condoms because a man put that idea in her head. It's like, well, now, lady, you're just making shit up. Now you're just making shit up, and it, and the problem though is 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 back in the day that woman could just sit there at her fucking coffee table alone in Indiana and just be like this is a good point. But now she tweets it, and there's five hundred thousand other lonely yes. people that are yes. just like we're with you, and they're not thinking about it. They're just and not dissecting it. The news coverage is going to cover what gets traction and what gets people 24 talking. 24 hour, yeah, so news, So, psychopaths tweeting one thing. Exactly. And the news is like, look what people are saying and then more idiots are like, oh, yep. that's valid and then that's how, that's how something Bro, grows. Bro, even when we were kids, do you remember when there was no, or CNN wasn't as popular yeah. when it's like, you just, the news could only be about an hour a day about, you know, you watch it in the morning, that's you watch it at night. That's all it should be. And, but now it's a TV show. Now it's like, the, the, the yeah. breaking news, you know that breaking news thing, that's, a, that's clickbait. 
That's oh, what yeah. that is. That's they have not, to have breaking news. They have always to. breaking it's news. It always has to be breaking news. So, but again, people don't even, you know, like we talk about it and we think about it. I'm not saying we're smarter than anybody else. We're not. But at least we're, what we do every night on stage is to try to like, you know, think about this shit. But like most people just sitting on the subway, like my own family, they're not, they're just like, oh, it's breaking news. Oh, Anderson Cooper said this. Or, you know, some guy on Fox News said this. They don't think. Right. Where it's like, this is all bullshit. Do you understand? Right. It's all right. bullshit. This is all TV show that you're a part of now. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I remember that thing in Australia. Is like I can't it, fucking wait to go to Germany. They started writing articles about... <laughs> <laughs> no, kidding. All they care about is efficiency. Germany got it yeah, right. No, no. Just be efficient. Don't yeah. talk about the Holocaust. That's the only yeah. one in Germany. We're yeah. going at the end of the month. Yeah, we're, we're, going, we're going sightseeing. Yeah. yeah. What we're going to do... Because we you know, we have the History we Hyenas history. podcast. Yeah, and so we, we're all, we're doing, we do history on our podcast. And so we're going to go make videos, tour, and then we'll have things to talk about on the podcast. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's so incredible. we're going to Germany. But I remember that thing in Australia. Yeah. And it, yeah, they started writing articles about... Because she was a comedian, they tried to tie it to sort of like the sexism in the comedy scene where it's like, like Chris was saying, um, she was walking in a park at like two in the morning and she was cutting across the park to go home. You know, you just got to be careful. There will always be psych. I'm not blaming. Bitch, are you crazy? See, now this is the world we live in. I have to like qualify. Like, I'm not blaming the victims. Go ahead. It's like obviously, (laughs) it would be great if we live in a world where everyone was safe to walk across a park at two in the morning. But you know. There's all, there's evil people in the world, yeah. And if we if, if you know people from we just we grew up in a place where you know you yeah. have to be fucking careful. Say yeah. what you want, and I'm not blaming the victim. I'm saying just like you know, yeah. be careful out there. You know what I mean? Say what you want about the Italian mafia. Things like that didn't happen when the Italian mafia was in your neighborhood. <laughs> it just we were there to protect you. you that wasn't going to happen, cause so what? A couple of old shopkeepers got extorted. So listen, you got to pay. Listen, your dad you could walk shop, in the park. You got You got to give the Gambino crime family a thousand dollars a month. Guess what? Your shop is safe. Your daughter can walk home at night. Nothing would happen if anything ever did happen. Make no mistake. People would fucking heads would roll, but nowadays because you don't have any more of that, it's just like, well, we have to respect this, respect that. It's like, well, Giuliani. people are fucking dying. Juliana with the Rico Act, yeah, fucking that's Giuliani. fucking Satan to my family. Yo, but a cop. <laughs> <laughs> that's Hitler to us. He's a fucking that piece of yeah, shit. Italians used to call him a stool pigeon. Yeah, that fucking, was fucking he was, stool he pigeon. was yeah. Italian. Yeah, my dad hated him. Yeah, of course. He was like this fucking guy. But how crazy is that that we live in a time? You guys know it's true. You guys know that when I said that. Uh, it, it could quite easily be misinterpreted as like I'm blaming the victim when what I'm saying is completely reasonable. Oh yeah, it's I, a reasonable thing. It's like be careful if you're walking home alone at two in the morning and you're a woman and you're in a park in the middle of a park. You know, it's kind of like you have to be careful. Maybe don't do that. You know, just because there's bad people in the world. I'm not blaming the victim. I'm saying I'm just saying that. But you see myself. I'm even, even trying about, to fix no, it now. Fuck that. It's not even about blame. It's do you want to stay safe or not. I lived in Harlem before it had gentrified where I lived. Right. And when I was walking late at night, I tried to make myself look less Indian. Right. <laughs> Straight up. I got on big ass yeah. headphones. Yeah. I got my hood up. Because if you see this 5'7 Indian kid walking down the street, that this motherfucker could get robbed very easily. Yeah. yeah. He probably, they're going to assume I got money. Yeah. Even though I didn't at the time. They'll just take whatever. I. It's, there's nothing I could do. So I did whatever I could to look like I'm... Not yeah. Indian, and I wouldn't be out at certain areas, yeah. certain times. This is what you got to do. It's like it's like being outraged is like it's like a it's like a job now. It's a part. It's, it's a, a weapon. Now. It's a, it's it's like a profession. Like people yeah. are professionally outraged. And yeah. if, if we were able to fix these problems, and they had nothing to be mad at anymore, they would lose money. So what this, do they do? They just have to keep with the outrage. There are a lot yeah. of comedians who, if there was equality, 
They're minorities, but their whole act would be done. Of they course. They have no career. Done. Like, I saw a tweet the other day. Uh, this was like a few months ago. And I actually really do like him. I, re- I truly do. I'm not just saying this to be politically correct. I really do think this man is funny. And I like his movies. And I've met him. And I think he's cool. But I saw a tweet once from Kumail Namanjami who said yeah. he was mistaken for another First of all, Indian actor. How great was that the way he just said that name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nambi Amjam. I, I saw a tweet once <laughs> from Kamali Nambi Amjami. <laughs> <laughs> no, I fucking respect. Yeah. No, just fucking, you know, Kumail fucking. Uh, Respect that me. fucking yeah. no, monkey. No, yeah, fucking Kumail 7-Eleven over here. I fucking <laughs> but he sent this... He's Pakistani. Say whatever you want about this motherfucker. Tw- he sent this tweet out that he got recognized. He got mistaken for another Indian actor. And he's like, when will it be the day when I'm recognized for being Kumail? I guess today's not the day. And I thought right back to my own personal life. I was like, I get mistaken for Andrew Schultz every fucking <laughs> day of my life. It. What are you talking about? I don't, people just don't... It's not Kumail... It's not that you're Indian or it's just people don't fucking care. Yeah. About, if you're not Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, you know, Dave Chappelle, obvious Beyonce, people just are like, where do I know you from? Oh, yeah. you're you hosted the Emmys last night? Okay. Yeah. Like it's I'm gonna just, be honest with people you. don't know. I grew up with white people and I still think not all white people look alike, but you could tell me any two white people on earth are brother and sister and I'd believe you. I would believe if you too. Tell me you two were brothers right now. 100%. Like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Right? It's the Chris, truth. You don't see it? We got Chris filling in for Alex. Chris, yeah. You talk on the mic if it's hooked up. Alex chimes in every once in a while. Feel no, free. I but I agree with that. But I agree with that. But I feel like it's just like, you know, I read that tweet and I was like, Camille, like what what are you saying? What do you this, yeah. this, this, well, he, he knows it's going to get to retweets. Do with anything. Yeah. He knows people will retweet yeah. and and like him more for it and then it's a weapon. Being outraged is a weapon. And, and the truth is what what we what we both The truth was saying. he was getting mistook for Aziz. He was saying Aziz and then um, Somebody else. What's your, uh no uh, what's what's his name? Um Cal Pan. Yeah. Okay. It's like uh, Kumal, you're famous now, but at that time those two dudes were just more famous than you. Yeah. So it's like and yeah, there's not that many Indian yeah. famous people, so those people, like you said, they're maybe not paying that much attention. They'd be like, Aziz, you know, it's like... Yeah, but, you know, we just... But we live in the thing, world, too, where, like, people, there's nobody really will ever accept How that they're How fragile is wrong. your ego that someone recognizes you're famous but doesn't recognize you the right way and you're like, what? Yeah, oh, what dude. an injustice. How many times have you done a showcase show or whatever and somebody comes up and says they loved your joke and it was somebody, somebody else's, else's joke? joke. T- it's like, know, people aren't paying constantly. attention that much. I'll it happens all the time. I'll people say, don't care. I'll don't say care. two things. I bet Kumail doesn't say that if it's a black person who mistakes him for somebody else because then you can't do that in this right, weird right, cuck rules. Right. But I... Three times out of ten, maybe a black host gets my name right at a comedy show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yo, coming to the stage, give it up for Yanus Popoo. Chris, you know my name. <laughs> you listen to the podcast. What do people normally say? Okay, that's how what you do know. people normally say? Oh, black host, oh, give black up. Host always, yeah. A mosh. I've been brought up as a mosh yeah. multiple times. Yeah. A mosh. I've gotten Yanus. <laughs> I've been just one Chris, name. Chris Destalopoulos. They brought me up as that once. <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, we never get the name right. But it's no. like, but it's like, I feel like I don't know if it's a security issue with us or we just, you know, understand like the ego is is not as inflated. I mean, we all have egos and we're all narcissists. We do stand up, but it's like, yeah, I just would never get mad at that. I just wouldn't. Dom Herrera told me one time when I first started comedy, he said I, I was hosting for him, and I said, um, um, "What do you want me to bring you up?" As and he said, just just say that we've been doing comedy together for thirty years. And I was like, well, I'm twenty seven <laughs> years old. He's like, well, that's why it's a joke, you dumb fuck. <laughs> he said that. But he said to me then, and I never forgot it. He said, the more credits 
a comic asks you to give, the worse a comic they are. He said, because the greatest comics will just let it speak for themselves. He said, right. so just don't worry about, because he said, the mm. truth is the people are going to know you when they know you. Right. Yeah. That's And they, if, if you have to have credits, they don't know you. Yeah. Yeah. So some, it's fine. Some, and I always respected that. Yeah, right. you don't bring up Kevin Hart to like, you might have seen this guy on yeah. LOL Network. <laughs> You've seen him in Soul it's Plane. Like his name <laughs> is his credit. You know who he yeah. is. And it's like, so once you get to that level, Fine. Yeah, right. But it's other than that, it's like, yeah, because, and if you're going to get hung up on my name or this or that, it's like, yo, do the work, man. You know, like, yeah. if, if, you know, hopefully they'll remember some of my jokes. But like Giannis is saying, most of the time they won't because guess what? We live in a world where we're attached to our phones where it's like, I'm paying comedy, you have to pay attention to every single word. It's if you miss one word, you miss the joke. Music terrible. you can tune in and out. But it's like, I fully expect there's been times where I've been having really good sets and people are on their phones and then they come back and they're still laughing. I don't get mad at it because it's like, what it's can a, I expect? It's a narcissistic time. So everyone's taking everything personally and everything, every, every, it's me, 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 me. Yeah, it's like somebody me. somebody will post a dope me. tweet. You're offended me, I don't like yeah. that. I, it's like nobody cares. Somebody will post like a dope, a, a tweet that they think is dope, but they think they said something profound because it got 10,000 retweets. And it's like, well, there's 380 million, 380 million people in our country. Right. Only 10,000 reach. Yeah, so yeah. you're not cool at all. Actually, that's not even, that's one apartment you're building. You're a fucking loser. Yeah, that's <laughs> one apartment building. So yeah. shut up. Yeah. You know, like, but people, because of this instant gratification, instant glorification of, look at how many likes I get on this, yeah. people are starting to lose their minds a little bit. Really, they are. But I like comedy because we get checked every night. We're like, people may not laugh at me over my work, and it's instantly I can feel you right. if you like me or not. Where social media, it's like people will put a like, you know, and you know, social media, it's like, you know, the people always say, like, they put the camera this way, and it's like, this is all beautiful, but over there is fucking horse shit. Right. So it's like, it's all this, you know, it's problems you got to think liars. about now. We're I'm still paranoid. Paranoid about the park. I'm still paranoid about my park, and now, like, I think people are going to think that I was blaming the victim. But you're not. I'm going telling to. you, this isn't this isn't that podcast. Okay. We we do the we we really market the flagrancy of this. Oh, okay. even if it the was, more I mean, you apologize, like you the less they'll respect. It's two shots in the ball here, then, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. guys are looking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, we're trying to hurt. Yeah. We don't care. You, why don't you, you should just call this "World Be Free." You know. Like uh, we me could. metal world peace. I'm sorry. This should be called the metal this ain't world. This the metal peace. world peace. No, no, no. We about that flagrancy. Yeah, we about flagrancy. That flagrancy. He's a fl he was a flag. I mean, he was meta. Metal world peace. You guys mm -hmm. ever do like your favorite metal world peace moments? Because the elbow to James Harden was just gonna is gonna go down as a classic. Tried to hide the fact that he wanted to elbow a dude in the face because he's from Queensbridge. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Ron Artest running into the stands and beating up fans. I don't know that we've even still. Come to grips with how fucking wild, how no, fucking wild a thing that happened. That what I mean. Do you understand Ron Artest running in and beating up some guy that potentially took the bus there? Is <laughs> ten out of ten hilarious thing to do. Some guy who literally went out with his friends, having a couple of brews, and potentially took the bus yeah. to the game, got punched in the face by Ron Artest. The wrong guy. Yeah, the wrong, the wrong guy. guy. Yo, Ron Artest is 10 out of 10 hilarious. He's so funny. Because the ridiculous. elbow to Harden, when you watch it, and re it's so funny because he celebrates for a second and then clearly <laughs> changes the celebration into a vicious backhand elbow. Oh, and then he starts celebrating again and goes, whoa, whoa. He's got a mental illness, which is great. I mean, yeah. it's great. It's, it's great. what you need. 
You I'm need, a yeah, big fan need, of Ron Artest. I really believe you need a crazy person to win a championship. When the Mavs won it, they had Deshaun Stevenson, mm-hmm. and I was like, we need a guy like that. Tatted the nuts, fuck up. Dude. Nuts. Rodman was the guy for the Bulls. Rodman yeah. was that guy for the Bulls. You There's need that. There's a great video on, uh, it's on the internet now. You can, if you Google, like, uh, Metal World Peace or Ron Artest and Tyler Hansborough, there's a moment where, like, um, somebody fouled. Tyler Hansborough and his brother were on the same team for a second, right. I think on the Pacers, and it was, like, garbage time, and somebody, like, elbowed his brother, and Tyler Hansborough like uh, went to like go defend his brother, and he turned around and he saw that it was Ron Artest who elbowed him, and the look in his face is like, "All right, man, you could, <laughs> you could totally elbow my brother. That's oh, cool." Yeah, yeah he, he wanted no part you know, of Metal Hansborough World Peace. used to get beat the fuck up. Yo, but Tyler Hansborough was a fucking beast for a little bit. He was. But I think he just college. faded out, right? Is he in the NBA Well, anymore? he just couldn't translate. College, yeah. college beast. In college, he was. He couldn't translate. Not athletic enough. Yeah, he was. Well, he but was. But I sh- do feel like we were having a discussion yesterday. I do feel like the easiest transition is from college to the NBA. I think one of. The, I think that's the. I think if you're typically, not every case, but for the most part. The the best players in college can play in the NBA better than some of the best the players in college hit, football. Like the highest hit rate? Yeah, because I feel like college football is like you're playing almost a different game with different schemes and it's a different thing. Yeah, Where the I NBA is like, I mean, college is like, you know, yeah, like if, if I can run up and down the court and I'm just bigger, better, faster, I can shoot, like I'm just going to make the NBA and do well in the NBA. Like right. JJ Redick, he was the best player in college basketball. And granted, he was not the best NBA player, but like he had he's, a good, he's having a good career. He, though. That's what I'm yeah. saying. He's a career NBA player, and it was obvious. Where it's like a Tim Tebow just cannot, I and mean, he's playing baseball for the Mets now. Yeah. For the Mets, not you even know, the farm Mets. system. Yeah, the farm system. So it's like that's. I always felt like that sport, you just don't, it doesn't translate Tim so much. Tim Tebow did not get a fair shake, though. I, I don't know why. He won eight games as a Bronco. I, I, I really am bothered One playoff by game. I'm a big but believer in winning. He's a right. winner. So something went wrong there. But Maybe it's the media frenzy that teams didn't want, but he won eight I games, one playoff game. How wild is it, though? It's crazy. Like, if, you know, college... College football and college, you know, college basketball. It's like you know that the point I just made. But like, if you're playing college hockey or you're playing college baseball, you're probably not going to make the league. How fucking wild is that? Yeah. Most of the people who make oh, the NHL or the MLB, they just skip college. Did not you just, know that. Once yeah. you start, pl- I mean, it's not everybody. There are people who make it from college, you, but course. you become a prospect. You become a pro at yeah. high school. And yeah. and for some reason, it's just I don't. I guess because the well, football is like you just a seventeen year old kid will get murdered. I mean, could you imagine Khalil Mack fucking sacking a seventeen year old quarterback? He would break. He would knock his head off his fucking body. But in hockey and uh, uh, baseball, it's like their bodies kind of like hockey players really aren't that big when they take off. They're ripped, right. but when they take off their pads, they're not really that big. But like football players, the jump, how big their bodies get from college to the pros is I don't know what happens, but steroids. something wild happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, steroids. I mean, I don't know. They test for. It. I don't know if it's steroids. Yeah. Y'all big NFL fans? Giants, big giant fan. Big giant. Yeah, we watched I the game. Already. We yeah. watched the game yesterday at the yes. Salty Dog in Bay Ridge, and it was fucking bad. Yeah, yeah I'm a Cowboy bad. fan, so it was the it one was time game I felt. Oh, great. Well, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. If is I would have known that, I probably wouldn't have come on the podcast. <laughs> you're fucking Dallas. I told you from Dallas. No, yeah. I know that. I've just forgot, and it's it, yeah. It's, I get why people hate Cowboys fans. Yeah, but born in Dallas. It's like hating Yankee fans. I get it. It's a different thing when you're born there. Yeah, much more reality. Like I don't have very much hope for the season right now.
But I, you being from Dallas and being a Cowboys fan, I have no problem with that. Right. If you told me you were a Giants fan, I'd be like, this kid's a rat. Yeah, yeah, 100% sure. I'd yeah. be like, I don't I don't trust people who it's like, well, like you had Cowboy fans. I know some of my friends who were born and raised in New York are Cowboy fans. It's right. like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? You got to have do some kind about, of tie. What exactly. do you think about Dax? He's kind of, his, his best year was his first year. I'm very concerned about Dax. Yeah. I think he, you can't over, like make things too complicated yet. I think right now he still needs to run. He still needs quick throws. He still needs all that. Make it simple like it was his rookie year. Mm-hmm. I think once his rookie year was so good, and I heard this, you know, I still listen to a sports radio station in Dallas. They said the same thing, but like once they said, oh, this guy's so good with a simplified playbook, let's open up everything. I think that's when you started to see right. him thinking too much. Mm-hmm. I think he'll get there. Right. I don't think he's a, he's a smart quarterback, I think. Mm-hmm. I think right now, just keep it yeah, simple. Keep Prescott's got to have out. no pressure. Like, let yeah. me just do my thing. Yeah, yeah and then I, run every once in a while. But Ezekiel him. Elliott, we were watching last night. We hope Saquon Barkley is Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel like, we just hope monster. it happens because Barkley. Saquon is crazy good. Yeah. See, and like, there's a lot of debate. Like, you know, obviously Eli Manning stinks now. And I think you should have taken a quarterback. Well, yeah. but see, there's. I can understand when people say that, but you, to me, Barkley is a talent like Ezekiel Elliott where you couldn't pa- He was a once-in-a-lifetime running back. I think you can't pass him up. You couldn't. You have to take him on your team because he has the potential to be Barry Sanders. He may blow his ACL out tomorrow, but he has the potential to be a life-changing running but back. But what do so the Giants do now? What do they do? What do they well, do they're going to have to take a They'll probably lose again this yeah. year. Right now, because right, I know this is fucking crazy, and you know New York fans, we tend to do this, but now you're 0-2. Now it's. I feel like it's over again. So you might as well just go zero and sixteen and get a quarterback. You might as well just get another top pick. I'd be willing to sacrifice that, but I swear to fucking Christ, if they have another shit season, if they have another shit season and they get a top pick and they do not take a quarterback, the Chinese are not safe. <laughs> he closed his eyes when he said it. it yeah, was you, real. Were, you felt it. it. Was, yeah, he was in a zone. Yeah. yeah, it's just painful. What's the Giants' season last season was painful. I think. Saquon is going to be good, but I just based on what I read, I didn't play the game. I'm a dork, but yeah. uh, the running back of a shelf life doesn't seem super long. Absolutely, that's my my fear. I agree. With, I wanted the Cowboys, and we'll talk about him later. But I wanted the Cowboys to draft Jalen Ramsey and then get a running back in the second round because Ramsey went fifth and Elliott went fourth. I think fifth. But anyway, uh, the same way I felt about Barkley. Yeah, he's going to be really good for six, seven years, but you can get a quarterback for 12 to 15 years. Right. Uh, what's his name was there? Rosen was right there. And then who was the other guy uh, was supposed to go number who, one? This draft? Yeah, yeah. Darnold? Yeah. Darnold. Yeah. Darnold was Jets right there. Jets got him. Jets right? got him. And you know, he had a great first game. Had, he had a great second game. So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. He had interceptions, but 300 yards is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this guy's playing, man. Yeah, he looks so good. That was my feeling, and that's why I said I don't I don't want the Giants to be good ever, but I was like, I don't mind. They got a good guard in the second round, I think. Well, we have the worst. Well, and we did, but the offensive line is just—I mean, crazy. it's just—it's a, a hole, and that's just an actual you hole. Got to build from the offensive line. Eric Flowers line. is just half. We just—I mean, the media. Somebody has to just punch him in the head. Yeah, he's. I done. mean, he's just he's not. Get him out of there. He's yeah. just, it, and the media refuses. The coaches refuse. He just gets refused. Nobody's talking about him. No, he's, nobody's yelling about him. It's like you have to—you have to wake this fucking kid up. And oh. Beckham Jr. I mean, what did he? he th- th- I feel like he wasn't even even play yesterday. I just felt like, I, but I feel like Eli just was co- was getting mauled. I mean, they would, but by the half, I think it was he had five it, sacks at the end half. of the night was six for sure. I mean, and so, a forced fumble, he got his ass beat, and that's what happens at quarterbacks. And this is why, the more I like like read about football, the more I realized you have to have a good offensive line. You have to. You have to. It's the most important part of the game. I mean, those guys, the offensive linemen, first of all, they're, most of them are like Ivy League guys. Like They're smart, they're fucking smart. huge Standards dudes. are smart. And they protect the quarterback like they believe it's like, 
I mean, the quarterbacks will buy the offensive line like cars and watches, like they're their yeah. brothers. Yeah, you have so to. it's like, and a lot of times I just feel like there's some disconnect between Eli Manning and his linemen. I don't know that they necessarily fucking love him. Yeah. Like I know, like the uh, uh, Packers' offensive line loves Aaron Rodgers. They fucking love him. Yeah. And Brady's offensive line loves him. Like, yeah, loves, like, they want to fucking, they would Bukaki. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they, they're in for Brady. When I feel like, and I don't know, I don't know the in, I don't know the inside of the Giants. Obviously, I don't know any of them. Um, but I just feel like, I don't get that they love him. I don't know why. You know, it's a, as a New York fan, there was this thing I hated when people criticized Eli because he gave us two Super Bowls, two unbelievable Super Bowls against the Patriots where he played unbelievable. But now it's finally gotten to that point where even yesterday I found myself going like, this is, it's just over. He's I mean, done. he doesn't even throw a tight spiral anymore. He's done. I mean, yeah, it's no, just, it's, it's he over. doesn't have it. Like, it is what He's it done. is. All right, guys. For those of you who smoke, but don't vape, is it because vaping is too expensive? Do you ever wish it wasn't? Do you ever wish you didn't need to buy batteries and coils and a tank and a bottle just to get started vaping? Have you ever had your vape's battery die on you at 2 p.m. and you don't have access to a charger? Well, eBay, the new vape system from the creators of Zamplebox, changes all that. eBay's hardware blends simplicity with top-shelf quality. eBay features a super-compact battery, high-capacity pods that are more than twice the capacity of jewel pods, and that feature ceramic coils so you won't ever get a burnt hit. It also has two charge modes, USB and eBay PCC, charging so that you don't have to worry about a dead vape at the end of the day. eBay features a perfectly curated lineup of five delicious flavors, so you're sure to find one that's perfect for you. For a limited time... Get a free eBay kit and $10 off each pack of pods on your first order when you sign up for a monthly auto ship delivery with three or more packs of pods. Plus, all eBay auto ship orders get free shipping. Just use the code FLAGRANT at checkout when you visit eBay.com. That's A-B-A-Y dot com. Guys. A-B-A-Y dot com. Do that. If you haven't tried vaping, but you smoke, just take a vaping. Nobody wants to be around your stankin' ass secondhand smoke. Vape, I'm going to be honest with you, as a kid with asthma, because I'm a dork, kind of smells nice. I got family members who smoke. I wish they wouldn't. I say, if you got to do something, just vape. And A-Bay is the perfect way to do it. All right, now, let's get back to the program. We're back. Let's talk more football. I don't get to talk football very often, like I said. So, big news today. Do you all know anything about Josh Gordon? Yeah, he's on the fucking Patriots. Patriots. How do you guys feel about that? I, to be honest with you, I always thought Josh Gordon was getting, I always thought it was unfair what was happening to him. It's like, weed, stop. Completely unfair. I always felt like he was picked on, so I'm happy to see him. I don't really hate the Patriots as much as I hate the Cowboys, because I feel like we own the Patriots. I mean, we beat them twice in the Super Bowl. And they're not division rivals. If I was a Jets fan, I would hate the Patriots, but like, I don't like the Cowboys and I really don't like the Eagles. I uh, hate the fucking Eagles, and uh, I hate Redskins how good they don't are. bother me for so, they bother me, but they just don't really bother the fucking Eagles. I just fucking hate them, and I hate the Cowboys, but I don't really hate the Patriots, and I think that I'm just happy to see. I just feel like Josh Gordon has been treated unfairly for a long time. I really do. In fairness, he wasn't just a pothead. So the Cowboys got a guy, Randy Gregory, pothead, right. bipolar, using it medically, essentially without right. having a license, and he's been suspended like three or four times. Josh Gordon was also apparently a pretty bad alcoholic. But even that's like just addictions. Like we got to get him help. Like if he's I on think juice, drunk before games and stuff. I guess if you're performing, who cares? <sighs> yeah, but, but like, I mean, like the NFL is so inconsistent with what true. they enforce. That's I a mean, good point. Like, I mean, 
Chris Mullen was drunk for his entire career. In yeah. the Chris, Chris Mullen, Mullen was doing was blow drunk. off toilet seats. He was doing come blow, out, and I he mean, was a fucking on the dream team. Yeah, I mean his whole fucking career, and he only got sober because he wanted to. He never got suspended, or the NBA didn't say anything. It's like don't forget these are grown. Nicky Mantle was drunk, legit drunk. Yeah, but Babe Ruth's had syphilis constantly. Yeah, and booze constantly. Nicky Mantle, there's a story that he got blown. It, at Yankee Stadium, like behind the stadium, they saw that. Yeah, we yeah. saw that. Yeah, it was amazing. But it's like, but it's like, yeah, that's like you, these are fucking grown men. So it's like, yeah, if Josh Gordon is fucking getting hammered and he's and he's he's fucking with the, you know, he's not come, playing up to his potential. That's one thing. But he what for the Browns, he was doing he's really great. well. That's a good point. So it's just like you know, but everybody wants to baby and people want you know Goodell and we send a message to the kids. The kids, shut up. Ray Rice, he really took the bullet for a lot of people. <laughs> Wait, Flagrant, right? That's what it's yeah, called. Of course, of yeah. course, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what you mean? I want to hear it. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, there, there was that dude on the it, it, because there was a video. He went down, right? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was the video of, but let's be honest. Like, look, man, you've been drinking. You've been drinking. All right. Wow. I like where this is going. This is gonna. This I like is, yeah, go, go there. Go yeah. there. Go this is, there. this episode is bad for my career. Go there. Yeah. I'm saying you've been drinking. I'm right. just saying. I'm not saying. I'm saying. Just know whatever you say. If it's wild, I will come off frame. I will step <laughs> off frame. Cause, and I will be the only. I will be the one Bay Ridge boy because I fucking still have a shot. Look, <laughs> you're in a tight elevator, right? right. So the space is small anyway. Yeah. So that kind of you don't feel free. You feel yeah. tight, restricted. You're Trap. fighting with your girl, arguing, <laughs> arguing, arguing, arguing. So you're in a bad mood. You mix it with alcohol. Then she spits in your face oh, and charges at you. You had a lot to drink. Sometimes it's just a re- it's a react. <laughs> it's a reaction. It's bad what he did. It's a horrible thing what he did. Oh, fuck. It's a horrible thing what he did. But the, the what made it so bad is how unluckily accurate it was. <laughs> like if he would have just a little higher or a little lower and she didn't go down... I think he would. We would see him suspended for a little while, but back in the league Be because honest, there's a though. lot of guys who are playing who also hit people. Oh, for also, sure. these NFL players, all you do is pump aggression into them. Hit, kill, oh, hit, yeah, kill. Aaron Hernandez. What happens? Aaron Hernandez had killed a few dudes. He was a serial killer. He was a serial killer. True. And he signed a fucking multi multi million dollar contract after he had killed dudes. He had bodies. This dude punched his own wife. I mean, love hurts. <laughs> if you can't, <laughs> it hurts. I mean. No. They're still together. Yeah. They're still together to this day. They're still together. It's like Woody Allen and Soon Yi. Who are you to judge? These people love each other. Yeah. Who's to know she hasn't knocked him out at home? There's just oh, no video. Fuck. Who's oh, to say? Yo, I honest. mean, he's just unlucky that the punch was flush on the... If she was a little shorter or a little taller... It would have been fine. Clean out. Yo, he, yo, <laughs> yo he she looked face. like Manny Pacquiao when Marquez <laughs> dropped Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Just down and out. He slapped her. And then he made one other mistake when he was trying to drag her like he was uh, trying to hide a dead body. That looked super ruthless. That, that looked, weekend that at Bernie's heartless. moment was bad. <laughs> if he would have just left the body and started crying and freaking out, that would have looked better uh, for on video. Sure, for sure. Yeah, now, let yeah. me ask you a question. He doesn't knock Is my career out. over from no, that no, right no. now? That is no. bad. Let's, let's yo, your fans better be cool. No, they're great. They're great. Nobody can give a I just I yeah, sound like a fuck. woman hater. No mistake, if it get if shit hits the fan, I do not know you <laughs> because I have a kid I need to feed and I have a couple of deals floating around right now. And I can't lose it. Can someone just agree with me on those points? Yeah. If she was a little shorter, we wouldn't be having okay, this let me conversation. Ask you this question: Let's say she's a little shorter. Yeah. And he doesn't knock her out. He would have just hit her do temple. You, she would have stayed conscious. You know, she stays conscious. Now, if she stays conscious, do you see that video and think? 
You gotta cut this motherfucker. He got no power left. He can't even <laughs> knock out his wife with yeah, a punch. Yeah, he'd be like, yo, he's losing it. Yeah, what? What? Yeah, that's true. He got it. Yeah, he's got. He's gonna be my backup. Backup. If he can't even knock his I'm own saying, wife out. I'm saying, you know, yeah, starting. Yeah, guys went out on top. Yeah, it, yeah. That that and that would be a lot of shit talk. Like linemen would tackle him back. I fucking you just got knocked out. You can't knock even knock out your own wife. Oh, yeah. or some bullshit. Pussy. Yeah, pussy. Because yeah. remember there was that guy on the on the Cowboys. Greg Hardy. I mean, he, it's a horrendous story. I mean, there's a guy, and he was still playing at Ray Rice. I mean, it's it like disgusting. But he's a. I mean, that. I mean, it's inconsistent. Is what he's I'm a saying. monster. Yeah, yeah. Well, what he's out at the NFL yeah. now, but because he didn't have a great year, and then nobody wanted to resign him. But he got a chance. He got twelve million dollars for the Cowboys, put his right? wife on a couch full of machine guns. Yeah, stuck one in her face or whatever it was. Like it was a crazy fucking. Story. And you see, and you see, like people could say, like, oh, this, that's a problem with the NFL. It's like, no, no, Greg Hardy. That, that's ninety. That's a person who's a f- on the fringe of society. That's a psychopath person that has issues. He's probably got brain damage. Too, he's got brain damage. Yeah. Like no reasonable person, no matter how mad you get, is going to lay their wife on a bed of shotguns. Yeah, it's like a. It's you're a psychopath. You're an outlier. You're just a person who's probably a sociopath and a psychopath that has a talent and is huge. Yeah. So you happen to be in the NFL, but nowadays people will take that one thing and be like, "This is what the NFL stands for." It's like, no, it doesn't. The well, NFL, they've gone the wrong way with it. They really, they they caved in to like. First, you never apologize. Comedians make that mistake all the time. I agree. Because once Norm apologized. Now people people are on him even worse, and then people have already moved on because nobody really cares. No. They just want to lynch you up, and your fans respect you more if you don't apologize. Exactly. You're not gaining new fans through exactly. an apology. So the NFL should have said this, right? They should have been, look, this is football, right? It's a free country. They should have just been like the cigarette companies, right? Been like, look. You know, it's a free country. We all love freedom. We're all free to choose what we want to do with our lives. If you want to play football, there's a chance you're going to have major brain damage and you might punch your wife in an elevator. But you know what? If you're a good player, it is what it is. They should have just it. owned it. And be like, right. there's a chance you might mass murder a whole bunch of people. And that's the, that's what <laughs> and you have. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And Pete, if you feel yourself Pete? doing that, to just fucking kill yourself. That's what most of these people do. They're like, yeah. they, apparently the effects of CTE, like for these people like Junior Seau and them who wind up killing themselves, like it's like they know. Like they've told people like, something's wrong with me. I can't stop it. I'm just going to end this now. Tony like, Dorsett is... Uh, apparently knows he's going through CT. I heard him on an interview. It was actually pretty painful to hear, but like... Why? Is he like stuttering? He's just like, I'm just like losing my temper on my daughters. They don't know what's going on. They don't recognize me sometimes. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy, yeah. But, I but, but you know what's interesting? It's like CTE is such a prevalent problem in the NFL. And again, I, I never played football. I never played a down of football in my life, so I don't know the technicalities of tackling and all that. And so it's easy for me to be like, they need to tackle better. But I will say that the NFL has this prevalence of CTE where rugby, Australian football have no helmets and hit just as hard they have no CTE yeah well you hit harder because of the equipment that's what it is yeah. that's probably is what it is is that true though because yes. I well no but the, I don't know what the I mean I'm sure there is CTE in Australian rules football and rugby and all that but I know that the it's way lower so, like way lower the, the ironic thing is the equipment which is made to supposedly protect you is what what hurts you because people hit harder because they're wearing protection. I wonder how football would change not only in terms of just being fun or boring probably a lot more boring but if they had no helmets would when hit players hard. get more popular? Yeah. If I'm looking oh, yeah, at Tom Brady's true. face every play, it's true. Yeah. would he be more popular? Because yeah. other than a few, yeah. like I love the Giants and I That's could, a good point. That's I, interesting. Yeah, like right. I, you know, I know Eli Manning, I know Saquon Barkley, but like some of the other players, like I don't know if I could pick Eli Apple out of yeah. I know who he is. Yeah. And I know what position he plays, but if you were like who's Eli Apple, I'd be like 
Yeah. Because you just don't see their face that much. Yeah. I have no you clue know? what Eli Apple looks like. I don't know what yeah. he looks like either. And, and I love I'm the a Giants. Giants fan. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know what he looks like. You know, I know what Victor Cruz looked like. I know, you know? what I know what uh, Langdon looks like. Yeah. Um, Landon Collins. Landon Collins looks like. I know what o- uh, Odell Beckham looks yeah, we like. Know what, oh, but these are superstars. Yeah. I know what Ingram looks like. I know what I know what Saquon looks like. I know what Manning looks like, and that's it. Yeah, it's yeah. just a few guys. Yeah, like that's it. And it's on the Cowboys, I mean, who people know what Prescott. Looks, people actually probably only know who Zeke Elliott looks like. Some people, people know well, Prescott. People know, Prescott, people know yeah. Zeke. People know the quarterbacks. Potentially, that's usually. about it. All, yeah. Now that Dez is the gone, the linemen. You don't know what the linemen look like. I could I could pick out one or two, and then if if you show me any of the wide receivers, because most of them are new, I'd be like, uh, I don't know. Yo, you guys got a TV show. Congratulations! Oh, oh we did. We yeah. did. Still waiting to hear the word from CBS. Uh, we'll figure it out. Well, after this episode, it's probably not going to happen. We should pitch one a football show on VH1 about players with um, CTE called "Where Am I Now." What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh like a document? Like a, you remember where uh, where are they now? On yeah, VH1? yeah, yeah. What yeah. if we did oh, on CTE football players? Where am I now? Yeah, where and then am I just now? did players with That's CTE. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. And we just go to Wayne Krebet's house. And we're like, yo, Wayne. And he's like, where am I? <laughs> yeah, my career show. is over after this. Nah, yeah. you're good, yeah, man. I'm saying very I'm offensive. Yeah, but we're still, they can't take fucking our, our trip to Germany away from they us. They can't cause. take it away, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, women, I don't mean anything to say. <laughs> Look, Serena, I support Serena. It's all good, Toxic dog. masculinity has got to go. Do you think you're down and with Ray the Rice is a monster. The patriarchy needs to go down. Patriarchy has to go down. It has to. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um... You guys know much about Jalen Ramsey. I want to talk about this guy. He's the fucking greatest. I mean, he is extremely good. But you think the Cowboys should have taken him over Ezekiel Elliott? That's a little wild to say to me. He's just fun. First of all, he's a good cornerback. Second of all, he just shit talks everybody. Do you hear what he said? No. He said... uh, Well, this time, no. He said Gronk, basically he was ready to cover Gronk. He doesn't fear anybody in the football field. He said, uh, I would would tackle my own grandmother if she was on the football field. And she knows that. That's hilarious. I mean, Odell beat him a couple of times though last game one. Did he really? Well, I mean, Odell had a pretty decent game. I don't know. Yeah, I guess technically I don't know how many of those were actually beating Ramsey, but he is excellent. He's just my favorite. He's like, um, he's like, uh, uh, what's his face? I'm drawing a blank. Dion? No. Well, kind of, but no. Cardinals? No. Sherman? No. Uh, fucking, um, he's on the Redskins. He was on the Redskins. He was like a Josh fucking- Norman? Josh, Josh Norman? Josh Norman. Yeah, yeah right, he's right, right. kind of like that for, yeah. right now, a little right. bit. Yeah. Right. And I ha- love that, though. Yeah. I love Trash Talk. Trash Talk, And a lot yeah. of people don't like Jalen Ramsey, and I was wondering where y'all stood on Trash Talk and football players. Oh, man, it's I the think best. It's great. It's I think the it's best. Part Especially of the, game. the DBs and the wide receivers. I mean, is there a more ego-driven one-on-one matchup like- it's one-on-one out oh, there. that's it. It's one-on-one. It's part of the game, too. Yeah. It's like, if it stays within those lines, it's like, there should be no... It, it's designed to get in your head. Like, when Odell and Josh Norman start to fight, yeah. it's like, yeah, Josh Norman was winning because yeah. he was making... He was using things... It's everything. You're not just using your physical abilities. You can use everything that you have yep. to offer. It's, yep. it's so It makes talk, it great. It makes Michael it Jordan, great. they said, was the worst. Larry Bird, Michael Jordan. It just makes it so much He's more called interesting. called Muggsy Bogues yeah. a fucking midget. Yeah. That's great. That's great. He was like, Jordan was a monster. Midget. He's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Was it cr- you played uh, ball in Europe, right? Yeah, like I played high school, college, and then like quickly in Europe. I, I don't know, like, you know, I was telling Giannis, it wasn't like, it was like a fucking, you know, 
It wasn't like I wasn't playing in like arenas, but I did basketball was my entire life. He's the leading scorer in St. Joe's college history, but it's and he's in three. the Division Three Hall of Fame. So it's like, does that really even count for? I anything? mean, Division Three, you can shit on it, but Division Three Hall of Fame, that's not nothing. It's not I mean, nothing. It's not, no, I agree, it's not nothing, but it's not like anything serious. But I will say, basketball was my whole life. Like comedy has replaced basketball. Like my friends from home. Like, they can't believe that I don't even mention basketball in my act. They're like, you were just the basketball was your whole life. Right. Then I just fucking stopped because I get bored of things. And mm. I just stop. I'll probably stop comedy one day and just fucking... Well, listen, that'd be good for every other comedian because this guy's a real problem to follow on stage. Yeah, so, he's, a, he's a monster. Yeah, if well, you get a chance to check out either of these guys' lives, super funny comedians. Fucking, you know, I'm, I just want to go trans. And, I'm fucking, <laughs> and it's just, it's, I got a lot of energy up there because I fucking, it's, I just want the fucking estrogen to come out. And <laughs> oh, fuck. So what's the, the best trash talking anybody ever did to you? Oh, to me? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what the best trash talk I've ever seen was. I went to Archbishop Malloy High School. Right. And we were number six in the country my senior year when we started. And we played J.J. Reddick's school yeah. uh, in Virginia, I think it was. And he was like, he was already J.J. Reddick for right. high school. Like he was going to Duke, McDonald's, All-American, like whatever. And he's a real religious kid. Yeah. Like a really, really, really religious guy or was back then. Right. And so one of the kids on my team just knew like how to, because he was scoring like 40 a game. Right. So he was like, you know, I'm just going to have to make a decision. I can't guard him. So he was just saying, he JJ Reddick had a sister, and he was like, I fucking came in your sister's asshole last night. And then, and then wiped, and then wiped, wiped the cum out of her ass with the fucking Bible. You oh fucking, you know, like, he was saying shit like that. And JJ was almost crying. Like, he was genuinely almost crying. He's like, and he kept calling him like a fucking fag. And he was like, you know, and he just, JJ, I think he scored three points or four points. He was just at, and he just, just continuously said that he fucked his sister and, and just, wiped it with a Bible. He said, he, he said, I'll never forget, he said, I wiped the cum out of her asshole with the Bible. <laughs> That's the craziest Dude, shit I heard. You gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do when do a guy's dropping 40. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. That's what I'm saying. You gotta Trash get his head. The best. Yeah. It's the yeah. best. Yeah. And that's why I, I wish I could hear mic'd up any of these great corners, Jalen Ramsey, any of these motherfuckers, I just want to hear them mic'd up. How yeah, they should Sherman mic back them in the up. day, yeah. like unfiltered mic'd up. Yeah. I'm sure they get mic'd up, but I don't want to hear the whole game. Well, I, I did. Well, I, I did the show. It was called um, Off the Bat. It was an right. MLB show, right? By Major League Baseball. It was like With, MLB uh, and MLB. David Ortiz. Yeah, Ortiz. I know. Fat Joe was a host right, right, and right. Sway. And they sent me. They used to send me to be like an on-field reporter. Right. And there were a couple of games where I would like sit in the dugout. Right. And the shit that the baseball players would say about other players or about like girls girls in the stands was fucking mind-blowingly hilarious and it's like I wanted to tell the people at MLB like if you want to make your sport because the reason why MTV and uh, MLB hired MTV comics to have a show is because they wanted to make baseball younger right. it's like forget about this player's charity the, he, what he was just saying about her tits was the funniest thing and like how they were like there was one I forget the fucking guy's name but one of the guys the guy in the Orioles forgot his name he was like a player I didn't know was saying that he banged the night before he banged the back the Orioles were playing the race and he banged the catcher's wife at a hotel the night before he's like I fucked his wife last night or fucked his girlfriend or whatever and he was like I was like if you fucking said that to that catcher right now <laughs> you would like like I was listening and the Orioles players are just laughing you know like whatever and it's like shit like that was happening all the time did but, you send are you the one that sent me that George Brett clip oh my god it is one of the George funniest Brett things that your pants clip? Yeah. 
You've no, seen no, it? I haven't seen it. Seen oh, it. My, oh my it's, god! It's just I can't even describe. It's, it's just so, so funny. fucking funny. George Brennan is like a live mic on, and he's like, own. He's like the general manager of the Kansas City Royals, and he's talking to the players in spring training. And like, there's this one, you know, like rookie player. I don't know, maybe it was Alex Gordon, and he was just t- telling him about how the night before he shit his pants <laughs> and he needed to like throw out his underwear, and like it's just like this whole story. Yeah, and he like, just keeps going, and I guess it was like he was mic'd up for some other reason, but this was like a. Yeah, an outtake where he's just telling him about how it's he like shit a his ten pants. minute shit story, and yeah. then like, and then like George Brett like tells stories that like everyone's laughing. He's like, "Who's pitching tonight?" Yeah. Like it was just like, it's like it would you be can, worth it to like tweet it out because yeah. it's so fucking funny. Yeah, but like that shit, like the the the, the talking shit amongst at, like Tiki Barber and yeah. I. Tiki Barber, uh, I host hosted a show with him. Um, can you turn on the camera again? I got oh. a call. I thought it was on airplane, but oh. I guess not. Can you just turn on the camera every chance? We're good. Um, Sorry, Tiki, Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber, uh, I, ho- I hosted a show with him, right. um, and he told me that like the NFL, he told me like one story about like Cleveland Browns. He was like, like the Cleveland Browns were like, they were like, they suck so much that like they would wait for other teams to come to their city because like they would hang out with them. Like, so he told me like the Giants came, <laughs> they beat the shit out of the Browns and then the Browns couldn't get into a, their own nightclub <laughs> until Tiki Barber and Eli Manning showed up. That's fucking and then they got, they got, the Browns in. Oh my god. So it's like it's like that shit like 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 the Giants and the Cowboys and these top tier yeah. teams like it's a different like w- it, just because you make the pros that's why guys select teams like when I was with around the Major League Baseball people like di- like I remember certain players being like oh Playing for the Florida Marlins is like playing for a high school baseball team. Where playing for the Cardinals and the Yankees is like you're in the MLB. Like sometimes the Marlins would have their like they don't even have the, at the time they didn't even have like their own plane. Like you would just have to wait. Like you'd be in Group C, <laughs> and it's like you're on the Marlins. Yeah, Southwest. Yeah, like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I do like, not understand the Marlins. Like it's a Latin yeah. American city, and that baseball stadium is empty. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense because Latin Americans love baseball. Love baseball. Yeah. And I just don't get it. Yeah. Was it, because uh, what's his name? Ozzie Guillen said some wild shit when they first became the Miami Marlins. <sighs> I can't, can't he be that. He said some pro yeah. Castro shit. Do I do, that? I remember that. I do remember that, but it can't be that. I, no. Is it? I mean, I don't know. No, I think personally, I think it's the same problem Tampa Bay has. I think both, uh, I think, well, Tampa Bay's problem is their stadium is in the middle of nowhere and it's like not in Tampa. It's in like St. Petersburg. It's a shithole, like, right? Yeah, and it's a shithole. Well, they're going to move. Tampa Bay and Oakland are going to move. I, I've been hearing that Tampa Bay potentially is going to go to Nashville. And Oakland is going to go to Montreal. I've heard that. I've heard like there's real possibilities that that will happen because they're both like nobody cares. Oakland's losing everything. Yeah, that's what I was just about to the say. Raiders. Yeah, they're going to lose the Warriors, the Warriors next year. Going to San Fran. And they're losing, and they're going to lose the Athletics. That's going to happen. And Nashville will be a great city because yeah. look at what happened with that hockey team. They fucking love that hockey. Oh, team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like a team like the Miami Marlins to not have an enclosed air conditioned stadium is oh, so dumb. It's too hot. What, why would anybody want to sit in Miami at 1 o'clock in the afternoon a great point. on a fucking Saturday when the Marlins in the middle of July? Why would you do that? That's actually a really good point it's I never not, thought about. It's, think about living in Miami. Why would you do that? The beach is right there. What do you... For what? If it's air conditioned, if there's some kind of fanfare, then okay. But it's like you can't just give me baseball. It's Miami. There's too many distractions. It's there's such coke a beautiful everywhere. There's yeah. coke everywhere. It's the trendy, beach. There's fuck. girls. Yeah. Like what? And, and then you're not even air conditioned. It's 150 degrees out. It's yeah. humid. I'm Where, done. What other cities is real hot that they play in? What are, what's Texas a real like, is Texas? Hot. Yeah, Texas. But, but, they're but, getting an air conditioned stadium. But te- but yeah. Texas, I feel like you guys have a built in fan. I mean, people fuck with sports in Dallas and all. We love and, you sports. Know, so it's like it is what it is there. 
Houston loves sports. Well, but they got a dome, I think. Well, Houston's Minute Maid Park is the most beautiful stadium in all of baseball. Really? I've been to almost all of them, and I would say Minute Maid is the most beautiful, and it's enclosed and air-conditioned. It has to be. It's fucking yeah. Houston, Texas in July and August. You can't even stay outside. Yeah. So it's like, why is Miami not doing that? Residential. Yeah. I never even thought about that. How come you never brought that? I've brought up the because Miami thing to you like twice, and you didn't bring that up. Because you're a fucking cock. <laughs> I mean, I that, just, that's probably it because right Because you'll there. just, yeah, you'll just fucking for somehow year, blame it like, on Serena Williams. I went to... <laughs> 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 that is that's what it is that's what it is I mean, Jesus Christ and the stadium well you saw the stadium is it in downtown Miami or is it off the side of the highway it's off the fucking side of the that's highway that's a problem. beautiful stadium yeah but that's though. another problem well, who's not really driving to that everyone drives in Miami and it's a anyway, beautiful okay. stadium so that's not really the problem that's the problem yeah. the problem is Miami in the summer is so hot that nobody wants to sit in that stadium what was it like living there for a year was it a fucking dream it was great it was great I mean it was great only because I had a job down there, and I was like, so it made me a, uh, uh, you know, a, a big fish in a small pond. You right, know? right, right. So that right, was right. good. Yeah. So rich, single. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's great. And for what what you get down there compared to New York prices, I mean, I lived in like a two floor uh, apartment with like floor to ceiling windows, two pools in the building. It's, it's just crazy. New for like twenty five hundred. New Yorkers have no idea how much you're getting fucked in the ass. Living oh in. yeah. If you're not doing this because you have to for a dream, yeah. living in New York, you're an idiot. You you're are a loser. Move to yes. fucking Georgia. We all have Stockholm syndrome. It, uh, we I'm really serious. do. Like people aren't supposed to live like this. No. You. It's Stockholm syndrome. Not in America. You don't go no. to America for this. I mean, it's crazy, dude. I have a I have a car now because we live in Bay Ridge. Um, and uh, which is like a fucking that's like living in a high rise in any other city having a car yeah. we lose our minds <laughs> yeah. you know, we have cars out there yeah. it's fucking but nuts that's like a trust fund yeah, yeah. but I, uh, I because of it I just stopped taking the train for a while and yeah. then I had to take the train one day and I was just like because I wasn't used to it I got to kind of see it for what it is you know you kind of step out yeah. and, you, and I was like yeah I had Stockholm Syndrome for years because like this is it's uninhabitable. Like it is inhumane. And it was like in the middle of summer too. And that heat hits you and you'll just get a waft. You know, when you get a yeah. waft smell that yeah. hits you right in the face, you're like, Ooh. it just, you can't, it just smells like a mixture of death, rat shit. And like it's hot yeah, somebody's ass. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the worst place. Who got, got it wiped with a Bible. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, I agree. Yeah. And then yeah. you see some guy with no pants on. He's just jerking off. You're like, this is not, this is not what people are supposed to do. Yeah. You're not supposed to live yeah. like this. Yeah, I uh, I try to avoid the trains at all costs if I can. But you get used to it. Like when you do it every day, you just it's becomes yeah, normal. But again, but you get used to it. But I think it's just because you're just you're just like this. I have no other choice. If you had a choice, nobody chooses to take the train. No, you. but you choose to live in New York. That's the whole point. That's my point. Yeah, if you don't. Like you're choosing to be here. Yeah, For comedian, but, you have to be here. Yeah, but the truth about New York is, is let's just be real. Okay, the truth about New York is that really nobody else cares about any other place on the fucking world besides New York. We I mean, are number one. If aliens were going to come to this planet, let's just be real. If aliens were going to come to this planet, they would have the meeting in New York and they would serve Italian food. Yeah, that's just what, what it is. is. It's what okay, it is. that's just what it is. What it is. You might be right. Fam, I want to hate on that, but you might be and right. you yeah. can debate that all you want. You, I mean, somebody, I said one time New York City was the best city and they're like, oh, Houston's really coming up. It's like, shut your fucking <laughs> mouth. Okay, it's like, Houston is a fine city. It's a fine American establishment. But it's, we're talking about- and you're lying right now. You're New lying. York, no, no, Houston is... Okay, I'm you saying, hate Houston. I don't like it. 
but, but, but I'm saying like uh, for, uh, for me to say Houston's a piece of shit no of course not but for you to even fucking have the audacity to tell me that Houston's even in the conversation of best cities in the United States it just shows the deeper problem we have as a human race that people could just say whatever they want and have no consequences because in the 80s if you would have told me Houston's the best city in the world I would have punched you in the face and you would have felt that that was the wrong answer with my fist. Yeah. And even if you could gotten up and beaten the shit out of me and whatever, you would have known that if you say Houston's a good city, a comparable city to New York, again, you're going to get hit with a fist. So so it's like, so it's like my point is like, so people live in New York, you choose to live here because we're just open. It's the best. We have everything that you could ever want like that. And most people, right, they go to another city and they're like, look, if you're from, I'm from here. So it's like, I can't live anywhere else because like, I don't know what it is for a store to be closed. Or I don't know what it is to not get food. It's like, what? Yeah. I didn't live like, like when I go to these other cities, I'm like, what, you can't get food right now? It's only 3 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. You know, like no. New York, it's like everything's open but all the time. But you know what the other cities have? Grocery stores. True. You know what I mean? You just get whatever the fuck you want for a reasonable price. Right. Grocery stores in New York, it looks like you ever go like you ever see the scene in the zombie movie where they right. go into the grocery store? That's every grocery store in New York. That's true. Like people used to be here. But if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. That's a tr- I feel like that's a true statement. That's tr- in America. Yeah, but it's like no, but I'm saying like the the degrees of difficulty to get to the top here yeah. is really fucking hard. Yeah, comparable is, to other cities, which is what makes it a shitty city. Yo, your that's girl, true too. That's true too. Your girl makes you fuck her missionary style a lot, right? Just as so she yeah. can look in those eyes. I mean, yeah. she's got crazy fucking yeah. eyes. Yeah. You want to turn around and hit a dog, and she's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Look at me. You got like, you got like, they're like, I mean, they're like green. Oh, you never yeah. this kid's eyes? I'm yeah. This. Like, I, not really, because I don't look at yeah. guys like that, but now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those eyes yeah. are fucking gorgeous, There's been a couple of times where I was about to lose wood, and his eyes popped into my head. <laughs> And I blew my load. Yeah, he's a fucking cute kid. He's a cute kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm cute. I'm cute. Yeah, I'm the eye, the kid. eyes put you on another. The eyes are like, don't ever blink, cuz. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's ever gonna want to have sex with me. I'm like, he, I, he's fancy. Yeah. He hot. No rugged shit. No. He's cute. Cute no, is where no, I get no, no, him. No, yeah, no, but you, your girl does like missionary. Like, am I wrong? <laughs> I know I wasn't wrong. She doesn't ever want to be turned yeah. around. She's like, no, 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 no. She could give me the mirror. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess. I want to yeah. learn Kama Sutra too. Yeah. I feel like it's it. Nobody talks we'll have about a book it. club. Let's get a book club. Nobody going. utilizes it. Let's nobody utilizes. Giannis, People Giannis underestimate Indian sex. Yeah, I do. <laughs> he has sex a lot. So much to the point, like he'll sometimes, like if the girl is, you know, his girl's willing, it's sex six, seven times a day. And I think, I, are you so, serious? If he I'm can get to that up point, kid. he's a horned up kid. And I so feel he's like a he's, horned up kid too. I, no, no, but he does it to a point where it's so excessive. Where I think he's trying to just have. He's trying to fuck the gay. Yes, I'm trying to. That's what I think. I think that he's just saying he's gay. And he's just like, I want to have sex with this woman 10 times to yeah. just prove to myself I'm not gay. I just got to quiet is, that gay voice in my head. The truth is, when you look at his most famous character, Maurice, you know he's a gay kid. <laughs> <laughs> and it is That's what it is. That's the true me, right? And it's the true you, and it is. Jan, I'll, t- I'll tell you this till I'm blue in my face. Maurice... His character yeah. is who he is. Giannis Papas <laughs> is a character he's created to be tolerable in society. But Maurice is who he was born as. That's it. 
Yeah. That's what he wants. It would to be. be so much funner to be her. That's fun. To yeah. get, it would be fucking fun to just be a flamboyant, yes, out would. of the closet gay kid. Like it gotta be so fun to be Mateo Lane. Yeah, he's just fucking fun. <laughs> yeah, the kid does, he's fucking fun life. I love that. Mateo's kid. the best. I yeah. fucking love that kid. Mateo's the best. Now, anybody who doesn't know Mauricia is a character you do. That's right. She's a uh, Puerto Rican. Listen, if you're black or Puerto Rican from New York City, you know who Mauricia. You is. must no, have heard it. From New York City. Absolutely, you must have been listening to it. And also, she has a podcast called The Rigorous Podcast <laughs> that you need to listen to. It's starting back up. We took a little hiatus because I needed to move networks because I wasn't making enough money. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that <Sure>. Luis Gomez. <laughs> I had to leave Gas Digital. Oh, so, fuck. The Puerto Rican rattlesnake yeah. was, was trying all, to no. bite me. <laughs> <laughs> All love, all fine. Just all right. yeah, make all right. it easier. Good, here. good. Didn't want to create. But that. our podcast is what's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about what you guys are doing before we get up out of yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So thank we, you. Yeah. We got a podcast called The History Hyenas. We talk hyenas? about hyenas. Yeah. Yeah. Hyenas. You know, because we spoke about it. Yeah. Of course. A, I just, he says hyenas. Yeah. Because he, he's a trash <laughs> bag. He's yeah. a rodent resistant trash no, bag. No, but he's from a Queens, smart. Here's what people don't know about Chris, and this is where I always get a little suspicious. When someone like you says hyenas, and I know you're a smart fucking dude I'm yeah. like why are you doing that on purpose kid's got yeah. a doctorate in physical therapy I'm saying I just am all I'm a Which, calculated fucking kid I'm telling I'm always you just man thinking ahead sociopath and the truth is you're not gonna see it coming I'm gonna slit your fucking throat <laughs> yeah <laughs> the giants lose the Chinese are not safe yeah no but we, so we talk about we talk about uh, all time we try to make it's one of those things where it's like not that boring ass history stuff like we put we'll talk about a, a, a period in history every episode's different where we will give you the facts about it uh, and we'll put ourselves in that situation and we'll talk about it from like a real like non-politically correct point of view on like what was probably happening that's there. great and yeah. we try to also think deeper into it's like what the historians are probably you know because the winners write the history books like right. what the truth of shit was like. right yeah. and we also mix in nature so we try yeah. to find events in history where nature and history kind of converge give me an example like Pompeii okay you yeah. know like that was a big natural explosion we did uh, the USS Indianapolis where sharks this were this is a crazy fucking story crazy Jaws. story yeah anybody seen Jaws you can talk a little bit about it, I guess it's basically uh, they tell the story of a, a submarine that went down they got the torpedo no by it, was a, it was a, like a, a USS like like aircraft carrier okay aircraft there carrier there was 1900 men on it yeah. and then however many survived were waiting in the water shark infested water three days yeah. for three days getting yeah. plucked getting bodies eaten in front of them getting yeah. plucked true one story one. Yeah. the, true the story. ship was called the USS Indianapolis yeah. and we did an episode about it um, yeah Battle we, of Crete about of Crete. a big the, our last episode was uh, Nero Nero the Emperor wild. Nero is fucking nut job and then yeah. we did Unix Unix is another Unix. one about you know castrating someone. Yeah. Let me tell you, fucking Nero. That's how wild this man was. He kicked his pregnant wife to death one day just because he just fucking did whatever. Just because the, fuck the he Giants won. lost. Yeah, just. <laughs> the so he kicked his pregnant wife Saquon to death. Saquon didn't get enough fantasy points, and that bitch got it. Yeah. Then yeah. he saw this sixteen-year-old boy right. walking past his palace, and he thought he kind of looked like his wife that he just killed. So he had his guards rip this boy off the street, and he castrated him, cut his balls out to make him a eunuch, so he would have no aggression and kind of be like a woman, and married him and made him put on a veil and a white dress and made him his wife and married was married to him for two or three years and then while he was still married while he was still married to that eunuch he saw another guy fell in love with another guy and married that guy except Nero wanted to be the wife <laughs> 
So he, he just switched roles and he was yeah, like, he I'm did in whatever the he wanted. Now, yeah. and I'm, I'm the, the woman. woman. Now I'm he the cut, woman. Did he cut his own dick off? No, he didn't no, cut his no, own dick off. This motherfucker ain't about it. Yeah, I know. But I mean, he had. He like, just wanted yeah. to be a bottom. That's all. Yeah, he just wanted to be a bottom. He did whatever he. I he mean, did just whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. Just so, whatever. but then this is what he did. Sporus, the guy, the eunuch's name was Sporus, and so Spor, poor Sporus. Eventually, you can't uh, he name killed Sporus and expect him to be a winner. Exactly, he's it a loser. He killed himself, Sporus, when he found out that he was going to be made to be the halftime entertainment at the Coliseum. You know, like Janet Jackson, like the Gladiators. Because <laughs> yeah. the Gladiators was like a modern day football. Game. Yeah, right. it was a Gladiator. So, and they would have yeah. halftime shows. And what the emperor had planned for Sporus was that Sporus would be. Uh, the halftime entertainment and what it would be is Sporus getting gang raped in his asshole for all of Rome to <laughs> yeah, enjoy. To have fun with True it. story. Yeah. It's so just he just, thought uh, that that was going to be great. So the he, Sporus found out and he just killed himself because yeah. he'd rather die. And then Nero, Nero, instead of killing you, he would make you kill yourself. Yeah. That's how you would die. So he'd be like, I'm not going to kill you. Just kill yourself right now in yeah. front of me. He was a wild how dude. Wild. Nero was wild. Nero was wild. I mean, every episode, you know, it's about something different. Something fucking History's wild. wild. Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's kind of like you can listen to it, you know, it's entertaining, but we're fucking, you're going to learn something. Right. Yeah. You know? Okay. So you it got could that. be the wrong facts, but you do learn You don't things. fucking yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs the right facts? We've already talked about this. Facts yeah. are in the way. Facts are in the way. Yes. You got that? You still doing the Bay Ridge Boys doing web the Bay series? Ridge Boys web series where that's just about fucking growing up in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, and yeah. just seeing it from our point of view. We haven't made a new episode in a while because we got something cooking with the five that we've put out. Okay. So we just got it on hold a little bit, but you can go to bayridgeboys.net, check out all five of those episodes. Um, are they yeah. still Patreon? Yep, we got a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Bay Ridge Boys um, if you want to like donate to the matriarchy, we call it, because that's what hyenas call them. The hy- yeah. Hyenas is a matriarchy-led yeah. oh, okay. clan. Got women, it, yeah. women rule, they have pseudo-penises. Okay. Well, I was interested for a second. No, not so much. But yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah. Pseudo- okay. yeah. Anything else? You got any tour dates? Anything you want to plug? Just, uh, you can go to my web. <laughs> <laughs> Chris <laughs> farted. He lifted his leg and farted. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, fucking my ticket sales. Yeah. yeah, you can just follow on Twitter or go to my website, yannispappas.net for tour dates. You want to spell that for people? Y-A-N-N-I-S-P-A-P-P-A-S.com. Dot net. Sorry. Dummy. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, you got a .net? You got, got a .com? .net, some fucking You still got an AOL, like, I still got an AOL a- messenger. email address. Yeah. Yeah. You're too smart to have a .net. I'm a stupid kid, you to be honest You have a small head. I do. I have yeah. a small head, but you have a big head. Yeah, that's why we work perfect together. Yeah. <laughs> Two of my heads can fit into your head. 100%. That's yeah. actually accurate. I'm yeah. looking at it right now. You, you look, your head, look, you look like a cartoon character from American Dad. Yeah. You do. You got <laughs> a big fucking head. Like a Viking head where, like, this is the last thing somebody sees. Yeah, your head looks like a helmet. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's just made for battle. Yeah, you look like a you look like a side of a purple helmet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. So, and my website's christycomedy.com. I got a you know I'm on the road and shit. Whatever, who gives a fuck? All right, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to see stand up anymore. Yeah, we get a live podcast. Oh, as you, guys, you say that, I'm about to plug tour dates. There so, you go. Are you doing flagrant? Flag, are you doing this podcast live yet? Are you, you guys doing do it live? We've done a couple live shows yeah. and we, they sell out. We are. Yeah, we're working on something actually for the New York Comedy Festival. It's it's not fully locked yet, but we're like 95 percent of the way there. Balls on the what do they say? Balls on the one yard line. So next week we'll probably have a firm announcement on that. Nice, uh, fucking do so it. Flagrant two live. That's what people Festival. want. They want the live podcast now. Yeah. It's like stand oh, yeah. up. It's like little by little. I feel like people just don't care anymore. We're funny, but it's just like they want the live pod. This is what they love. I, I would rather go to a live podcast show. Than I'd rather stand watch up. this yeah. than me fucking tell my own dumb jokes. Yeah. Nah, you're a murderer. I've seen you. I'm telling you, I hadn't well, seen Chris in like a couple of years. And then Christmas, I was doing a show. I don't know what day around Christmas. I saw Chris. I was like, whoa. Yeah, he's a funny, funny fuck? kid. Well, you know what? I don't fucking know what to tell you. 
<laughs> it's all on the journey to becoming trans. It's all, literally, it's all on the journey to become. The next time I come on this podcast, things will be a lot different. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Uh, the American Born Daisy comics are going on tour. Check us out. September 26th, we're going to be at the Brillo Box uh, in Pittsburgh. September 27th, Zanies in Nashville. 28th and 29th, Stand Up Live in Huntsville. Atlanta 30th, Red Clay Comedy Festival. October 3rd, Raleigh is going to be Good Nights Comedy Club. October 4th, the DC Improv. Uh, go to AmericanBornDaisyComics.com to buy tickets to DESI. It's also on my Instagram if you want to check that out. Um, thank you guys so much for coming through. Uh, this has been Flagrant 2. Your favorite player's favorite podcast. We'll see y'all next week. God bless.